<gasps> Craig, welcome. Good morning, Craig. He never says welcome. Or I know. Morning, Jack, hurts you my know. Feelings. He's just hard to get. Yeah. I don't know why I have uh, powdered pewter pods. I have uh, the Phantom of the Opera song stuck in my head. Phantom of the Opera is here. <laughs> I uh, played the shit out of that on my flute in uh, high school. It was good times. <laughs> Sorry to laugh. I just I no, no, that's worth laughing at, just buddy. Blaring out the Phantom of the Opera on a flute. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> I've got the song from The Greatest Showman, The Other Side, stuck in my head. I don't know what that like, is. all day yesterday and today. Greatest Showman. And it's that funny sounds- because, like, I only found it because I was watching a bunch of, like, OC animatics. And then one of them was to that song. I'm like, wow, this is a great song. What's it from? And then I had to go find it. What what is it? Wait, I've never even seen The Greatest Showman. This one. AMVs. Uh, it's animatic. There's a difference. Oh, sorry. It's, the, it's the best place to find oh. your your videos. <laughs> I feel like I missed something. I was. I I never knew what it was from, but I this song is very familiar. Hmm. wonderful, crazy, live a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's from the uh, movie with uh, Barnum, P. P. T. Barnum. <laughs> Never heard it. Love um, Hugh Jackman and the fact that he's doing more like musical stuff. It makes me happy. Hugh Jackman's great at musical stuff. Anyway, what are we doing? First meet over here. Do that. Oh man, I'm stuffy today. My nose is. I do not like it. <laughs> okay. So. I'll pull up. I gotta turn off that the help notes. Ooh. Okay. So you guys head into the mines. We left off just at the entrance there. It's a friendly reminder that you did deposit your crewmates to the barracks. Deposit. <laughs> we will draw them later. <laughs> Every time you refer to our crewmates, I feel like we're doing more and more of a bad thing to them. <laughs> Fisher, uh, El Amar takes you to the entrance. It is uh, a large opening in a hollowed out hole in, in the rock face. And even just getting near it, uh, you can taste the, the, the salt uh, in the water. And inside, the walls are sort of white, um, and you can see the tool markings that mar the surfaces, um, sort of stain this natural beauty of the rock face. Bashir says, uh, All right, uh, it's just this way. Follow me. 
and he goes into the tunnel. I would say it's dark, but, you know, uh, <laughs> you guys all have dark vision, so. Well, it's not dark, sir, because I uncap my hooded lantern yo-yo thingy. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, With my eternal you, flame. You uncap your eternal flame to notice that there are hanging cages of jellyfish that sparkle and crackle in the darkness that is used as light. They let off a pale purple glow that illuminate the dreary waters around you. So, for all intents and purposes, everything is dim light already with a nice purple glow. Um, Are these jellyfish, are they similar in form? Like, do they look like the other one that we caught prior? Did you catch Oh, that was a squid. That was a squid, and they're just normal jellyfish that they're using for for lighting. Aw. (laughs) (laughs) I got hopeful, and I'm like, wait, why would... That's true, why would a jellyfish have ink? Where was my brain at? Yeah, it's like, dude, it's like milking a bull. It's not the same thing. (laughs) You're gonna get hurt. (laughs) Holy lord. (laughs) <laughs> Don't pull off that tentacle. <laughs> I, I'm just going to dr- drink some more coffee, try to get my brain working. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Rosebud, you almost reach out and try to milk that thing. <laughs> and, uh, yep. almost slap no, your hand away. No, <laughs> that's bad. It hurts. Oh. Next time. <laughs> so, the interior of this tunnel is straightforward. Uh, And it takes you about 15 minutes of swimming before this mining shaft essentially uh, breaks off into auxiliary chutes. Um, The first of which Elbashur points to, to the left, and he says, um, it's this way. And at this point, you notice that there is some mining equipment that is left out, um, mostly just gathering tools and uh, place uh, carts to to carry this ore. And they're not really like uh, obviously traditional like wheel barrels or anything like that. They're more, um, uh, you know pieces of uh like hardened like uh sand that's been like tempered and stuff into so this durable you know sort of tables with handholds and that's what they uh put the the ore on and you could see that there's like uh long bits of tightened like reinforced kelp rope that's attached to these things to add a bit of leverage. Uh, but you do notice that there aren't any people around. Uh, Bisher, uh, thank you so much for showing us uh, through this. Um, you said that you hadn't been here before? You're just familiar with the mines? Or... 
Oh, I'm familiar with the mines. My okay. brother works the mines, so I've come here before. Great. Oh, and uh, Pedro, like, we're underwater. I don't know how the time zone sort of difference is, but, like, we're technically still early morning, right? In the above-surface time frame, or morning-ish? Because we came down, like, Yes, because you came down the very early early. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. cool. So you're probably getting closer to sunrise at this point. Okay, cool. Just wanted to make sure. Um, mm-hmm. Because with that in mind, the usual carryover of aid uh, will occur. I think we talked about that last session, but I'll just reiterate that. Um, uh, so uh, with this, this is all new to us. We uh, we obviously have mines above on the on the uh, surface on the land, but uh, um, is this something that has been all, always been here? Is it a recent addition? Uh, and I'm just sort of like making small talk. Uh, you don't have to actually roleplay it. Um, as we're going through the mines, just seeing if uh, Bishir shares anything that's useful. Yeah, uh, he tells you that the mines have been around for a long time and that they go deep into the reserve there. Um, and that they've been mining this specific place for several decades at this point. Um, it's a slow process, which is why they're able to sort of eke out as long as they can with it. Um, because they are a smaller community. There aren't a whole lot of them. And uh, he tells you that they use the salt for trade with other sort of uh, elven sea elf communities that they've established throughout their lifetimes, throughout the centuries. Um, that are sort of scattered about the island chain, like say the the archipelago, so all over the Shimmering Isles. Would uh, Artem Salem be sort of like a more minor or more major power? Is it uh, above uh, again above on the surface? There's these major cities. You you may be familiar, um, especially a lot of port towns and such. Are uh, the your are what do they call themselves? Do they call themselves sea elves? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> what do your people call themselves? Uh, and uh, would would your uh, brother king and sister queen be for everyone or just for your your township or or village or city? Oh, we call ourselves Kazam. K-A-Z-M. In case you want to know how to spell it. Yes, I did. And um, we are... We are one of the first... Arin Salum is one of the first cities that the Sea Elves came uh, t- to establish. So we have one of the larger communities. But there is... Uh, a, one or two larger communities, uh, one in the north and one in the south near the mainland. 
Um, but we have history, and our brother king and sister queen are monarchs of this city and this city alone. Each, uh, each settlement has their own set of rulers. And, uh, there's much war above on the land. Uh, does your civilization, do your peoples, the Kazam, uh, typically be nice to each other? Uh, or considering it sounds like you have these other forces under here, just like we do above with the other races where there'd be some battling for, and again, I'm just still, just so you know, Pedro, I'm still just making small talk. Uh, uh, for supremacy over certain regions, the um, Sawagawan and everything like that, as you said. We don't fight each other. Um, truth, there are not enough of us to do that in any meaningful capacity. We spend most of our time uh, in combat with the Sanguine. But we are largely peaceful with other races who do come across us, as rare as it is. It is why I made the effort to reach out to you on your boat, because my few interactions with humans have been positive so far. Thank you for that, and uh, we're, we're glad that we were able to assist, I'm certain. Um... And I'll turn... So I will... I guess I'm swimming this entire time. I keep imagining myself walking, but it's not. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll turn over to see, I assume, Rosebud slightly in tow behind Jewel still. Yeah, I'm still being dragged. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or, like, pulling yourself through the cave and, like, bump it along the bottom a little bit. <laughs> he just accepts uh, the bumps and the, the jostles as the way it's going to be. <laughs> Um, Oma, uh, I, I meant to talk to you. Um, did you, did you see anything out of the ordinary, uh, while we were speaking? And I'm not trying to hide this from, uh, Bashir at all. Cause he's like, at this point, traveled with us for like three or four days. We're not like, obviously we're not best of friends, but <laughs> we're, we're not like, terms. he's not going to stab us right now. If sure. we say yeah, something, yeah, yeah. we're on <laughs> um, better terms with him than the, a couple of our other groupmates. Yeah. Uh, did you see anything out of the ordinary Oma while we were visiting the brother King and sister queen? I was just so engrossed in the conversation that I didn't take some time to look around, uh, other than at the, the beauty of the glass and everything like that. I did not see anything out of ordinary, but I do see the dynamic between the brother and the sister monarchs. It's different. One seems to be very down-to-earth. Well, I wouldn't say down to, you're under the sea, it's just not, you're not on the earth. <laughs> I would say it seems that the sister is more of a leader, whereas the brother... I don't know. He may show his true colors when truly needed to be leader. He seems to me to be the type who just 
is bored. Mm. No yeah. offense. Fisher smiles, but doesn't say anything. You can tell that he agrees with you, but he doesn't, you know, want to disrespect his monarch. Yeah. Uh, is there any other things in this cave that uh, seem interesting? We got the cool jellyfish lanterns. No, I mean, this is, this is they mine through and through, uh, and eventually... Uh, you hear after about uh, another 20 minutes of swimming um, you do hear sort of a slight echo of voices and um, Bashir stops uh, and he says um, he stops before uh, two openings. One is small and and rather bottlenecked one by one. You'd have to crawl through. Uh, but the other one sort of fans out into sort of this large opening. Um, and he looks a little confused uh, because you can tell that this bottlenecked path uh, has sort of the traditional markings of uh, mine surfaces that has been that have been worked on but this opening this large sort of fanned out opening seems uh kind of brand new so why don't one of you guys give me a uh, investigation check rats investigation uh can i ask before we roll this investigation you said that he looks a little perturbed can i just ask um well he looks confused not perturbed oh, okay perturbed implies that there's like some sort of like disgruntled, disquiet. He's just confused. It's like, hmm. Who wants to do it? Jewel? Oh, I could. Sure. Go for it. Guidance. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, with the you 20... You want to roll the guidance? Yep. <laughs> Not okay. sure it'll make a difference, but... I'll do it. I'll do it. Hold on. I'll do it. Hotcha! 22. 22. Right. Uh, so with a 22 jewel, you can see from the edges of this uh, opening that it looks to be some sort of like uh, natural occurrence, like where parts of the rock face uh, caved in on itself. Um and created this opening. You could tell that this did not... This doesn't seem like it was planned. Okay. She'll just mention that to the others. Oh, that's interesting. And it's from this opening that you hear the voices off in the distance. Uh, I will say that the light ends at this point. Save for a very faint glow sort of further into this opening. It's kind of hard to tell from a three-dimensional perspective the amount of space. But as Bisher goes in, you feel that the water 
gets a little bit colder. And I mean, you're in the middle of the ocean, so it's already cold. Um, but it's sort of the cold that comes with maybe a slight current and the addition of like newer water. Fisher, he kind of creases his brow and he says, uh, This is strange. I, I know that you were not, I know that you were not versed in the way of underwater living, um, but uh, something's different here. It's strange. I can't quite describe it like a, like the water itself is tingling a little. Uh, tingling, um, like if you try to, uh, put your hand near one of those, uh, those fish that, uh, that paralyze other fish, uh, what are they called? You're thinking of, like, a, an electric eel or something? That, uh, that could be it, yes. Yes, it is, I suppose it is not unlike that, that there is a bit of electricity in the air is a good layman's way to put it. I I guess I should say electricity in the water, excuse me. He doesn't make air remarks. <laughs> he makes water remarks. Um, While they're chatting, can I try to just focus on the voices, see if they're in a language I can understand? Sure. Um, go ahead and make a perception check for me. <sighs> <laughs> I, I, I hit my, my head on one of the rocks when uh, I got pulled by Jewel, so I'm just sort of floating there right now. <laughs> uh, well, let's uh, <laughs> let's call out. Uh, should we continue down the tunnel further, the uh, the original mine shaft? I mean, we do hear people or. We hear some muffled something. I'm assuming it's like wub 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 wub, like a lot deeper. Yeah, in the house. It's... yeah. <laughs> you hear something. Bashore, uh, he shrugs and he says, "I, it's up to you." I mean, I I have no opposition to just take a quick peek. Did you say, Pedro, that this is a large opening compared to the mineshaft tunnel. So for example, like let's say you were tunneling through the earth and then there's like a pocket of like a giant cave that just like you tunnel through and the cave collapses in and now you've got a big cave that this is attached to the tunnel. Is that sort of yeah, what it was? That's okay. essentially what this is. Uh I mean I will admit the freedom of movement where not needing to worry about getting to higher surfaces makes this a lot more tempting than usual so we can we can take a look obviously someone is down there um heck they could be hurt for all we know it's true and i would think that if the lore keeper was here then this might be the reason why hmm beautiful why uh, else would he be in a mine yes i will move forward with uh bashir and the group Okay, so you guys uh, go further into the cave opening? 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, as you go into the water, uh, it is, as I said before, large and sort of wide. The walls uh, quickly kind of fall away the further you swim. Um, this is a much bigger pocket of a cave than you had originally anticipated uh, from where you are standing you could see the entrance behind you about 60 70 feet um, but you cannot see a bottom and you cannot see a top and you can only kind of see as far as those back walls uh transcend you know sort of veer off into the yawning darkness of mm. this cave. You're um, putting a primal fear in me right now, Pedro. <laughs> there are... There are... Uh, the lights, they get a little bit stronger. Uh, and you could tell they they have a bit of a bluish glow to them. And you see sort of shadows, or I should say figures, sort of passing back and forth uh, around this light. Can I ask before we go too far into the cave? Is it very clear where the entry is? We're not like losing sight of it. Uh, I mean, if you swim towards this far-off light, you will lose sight of it. Uh, I guess what I'm getting at is, is it very not visible because there's low light there, or is it there is a light you could see the opening? There's like the lights of the jellyfish poking through the purple. And, like, if we were to go towards this other light, we could turn around and still see the purple, is sort of what I'm oh, trying yes. to get at. There, there, yeah, there's a little bit of purple light there from okay. the jellyfish that you can see. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, we can proceed. And, yes, as uh, Josh said, oof, that's spooky. Yeah, fear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just going to hug myself for a moment here. <laughs> Dangling over this bottomless pit. Uh. Yeah, Jules just uh, dragging Rosebud along. <laughs> Drop him now. Please don't. I'm heavy. I'll sink. <laughs> I have no athletics. So, as you head towards the light, the sound of voices get a little bit louder. And... um. Bashur doesn't seem worried as he stops and he kind of listens. Uh, and he turns to you and he says, um, they're, they're speaking Aqua. These seem like Kazam. I was, I admit, I was getting a little worried there for a second. <laughs> Perhaps this is the Loykeeper ahead. Perhaps, yes, let's, uh, let's carry forward, I suppose. Bisher uh, sort of leads the charge. Uh, as you guys go and swim further, closer towards the light, you see that it is a um, it is this sort of blanket of like uh, twisted kelp that is keeping this sort of large almost like wound up vine 
of this like glowing seaweed uh, or like a like sea urchin type light um, that is draped over uh, a bunch of like measuring equipment, various uh, instruments of science, uh, which I will not go into detail of because <laughs> you don't need to know that. Science. Uh, and around these various lit up instruments are a handful of sea elves of Kazam. Uh, and they all seem to be looking at this massive tear in the water. And out of this tear, water, you could feel sort of this current sort of just pushing through. Uh, and the lore keeper is uh, pointed out to you by Bashur as this sort of uh, live man wearing a very thin uh, mesh robe and he has sort of like this like uh, this like backpack on just like full of um, random equipment uh, Pedro when you say a tear like are you meaning like a rift uh Oma I was just about to say Deanne stepped away uh like she two did. minutes ago or something, so or a few minutes ago, so I, I think we might need to just quick pause before she comes back. Hey everybody, how you doing? Yeah, <laughs> hey everybody, I'm gonna go get some water. Yeah, because I was gonna say, you know, Jewel's gonna like look at this thing and then look at Oma because That's basically what we know, yeah. <laughs> this is this is Oma's bailiwick. Yep. Yeah, I think she had to step away for something. She didn't say specifically, but yeah, um, I didn't think it'd be that big of a deal. Um, yeah, I didn't think she'd be gone for too long, but it's been almost ten minutes. Well, yeah. hopefully she's hopefully. okay. Yeah, hopefully yeah. everything's okay. <sighs> yep. Um, and we do have Lavender here, right? Or did we leave him with the crew? <laughs> I assume that Lavender is with you guys. It's up to you. Fair enough. Uh, does anyone have marked down on their character sheet if I gave them aid specifically? Uh, I can't I remember, remember who our normal was. Hold on, I remember because you wrote it somewhere. I think I it was. Did in, write it somewhere. I thought it was in the actual log, but maybe not. I don't Scroll know where up. I thought it was a good idea. Nope, that's. I think it was. I think it was you and Oma and Lavender, if I'm not mistaken. I think Oma forced me to give it to me, because I thought I was doing it to you. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't have any notes on Jewel, and I'm usually pretty careful about adding on the aid stuff, just because aid is like, you know, a full third of my standard hit points. So. Because <laughs> I do remember you offered it to to me, and I was like, nah, I, has, I have armor, give it to somebody else. Okay, maybe that was what I was thinking of. Um, yeah, I know you read it, wrote it down somewhere, so the thing, I just can't find it. That's fine, I'll just do a quick search here. 
Here we go. Uh, the twelfth, I put it down. It was in our out-of-character discussion. And it was Oma, Jewel, Lavender. All have plus 15 base HP. Okay. Okay, cool. I'll add that in. Oh, and then... Uh, oh, yeah. No, that's right. That's exactly what it was. Sweet. Yeah, whenever I do the... Whenever you give me aid, I make sure to put it, like, as a plus and then the number so that I remember. Likewise. Yep. Otherwise, I'll mess it up and uh, think I have more hit points than I do. Exactly. Uh, for some reason, Lavender's got lower HP. Did we fight today? And he's no. got no lower hit no. po- hit dice. I don't know if he's tracking this in a separate spot. Maybe I should just reset his stuff. Um, he might not have. I mean, we weren't exactly explicit when we did like our little like day skips. So yeah. I had to go uh, back and remember. It's like, oh wait, I, I do have to, you know, fix up my mana and my inspiration and all that. I think he's added the aid to this though. Seven. I mean, it says plus fifteen. I just added that. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, I just put plus fifteen, and I was thinking about plus fifteen on top of what he's got, and I'm like, that's a lot. What is that? Minus fifteen. I feel like sixty four would probably be as normal hit point range. That's a lot for a level 8 character, don't you think? Um, or level 9? What are we? We're level 8. Yeah. I think. Let me double check. <laughs> 8, yes. Let's quickly do the math. He's got 4... Co- Ooh, he does have 4 constitution. Um, and is it 5e tool let's just check actually I don't I don't need to do it that way I'm a, I'm a cleric I can check the hit dice on my own sheet okay I'm a cleric I'm a cleric but is monk the same hit dice of yes. 8 I assume I thought so I think that's right I mean, I mean, it says right here a... that he has 78s. So. Yeah. I'll double check, though. So it'd be 5 times 7 plus 4 times 7 for the con. It is 1d8, yeah. 4 times 7. Although I think he rolls. Whoops. Oh, does he? Yeah. Uh-oh. That's fine. So 32 plus 35-ish is like the average. 32 plus 35 is 67. Yeah, I feel like the 79 is with the aid. I'll just put it... I'll just leave it at 79 and assume that's with aid. But I am going to reset his hit die. Which he should have 8 d8, shouldn't he? He should, yeah. Um, Especially... I think maybe he must have got confused because... Um... He has the one class in cleric, but it would still equal out to eight d eight. Yep. So I'm just resetting all this shit. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't get mad. <laughs> there wasn't anything crazy. What have you done? I gave you your HPs back. <laughs> oh my, Diana, are you back yet? <laughs> I hope if I'm if she's not back yet, I'm gonna quickly run and reheat my coffee. If she does come back. Just start without me. Um, I'm only going to gotta catch her up, anyways. Yeah, good. So I'll be right back. How are you doing, Pedro? <laughs> you know, out of game. 
I am doing okay. Um, trying to think of anything that's your bathroom's all fixed now. It's getting there. We're almost done. Um, so that's good. They haven't been able to work on it a lot. It's not like a. They've been coming in on the weekend, so it's not like they've worked Monday to Friday kind of thing. It's a weekend job for them, the side side gig. <laughs> yeah, give me a little bit of a discount that way. Is it at minimal, like you got a sink again, or do you have nothing in there? Um, we were able to salvage parts of the uh well we have the sink and we were able to salvage parts of the cabinet but we had to replace the back of the cabinet um fixture and then uh yeah we i mean the the mirror was is there and all we had to do was replace the back walls not all of it mind you but a chunk of it like the lower, the lower third. If you if you divvy it up right, into guys. like three sections, you uh, like replace a, a the third. lower half. Yeah, that makes no, sense. No, replace like the lower third. I'd say. Okay, gotcha. Not not half, like a third of it. Fair enough. And uh, Dan, no worries. We just got on some spooky extra planar shit, and we're like, "Where are you, Dan?" <laughs> my <laughs> no, my like, little my little sister came to my office and was talking to me about the. Some financial things that we're having to deal with. Yep, yep. Fair enough. Real world crap. Sure, absolutely. I hear ya. Don't you worry. So I guess just quick recap. We went. We sent further into the cave. Uh, it is an open cave. It's very scary. We can't see the top, bottom, or the walls. And we went straight towards the glowing thing. Uh, the glowing thing turned out to be the person that we're looking for. Plus, uh, how many other? Um, uh, I want to say their proper name. Uh, Kazim. How many other Kazim? Uh, there are four others. So a total of five uh, individuals circled around this glowing, shifting stuff with slight pressure coming out of it, like the water's coming out of it. Seems kind of rifty. So, so is my spider sense tingling? Uh, yes, Oma. Your your spider sense is definitely tingling. Are we all, all back? Right. I know that I think Josh, we're all back. Yeah, I, I'm back. Okay. You couldn't tell from the typing. Oh, I, <laughs> I'm I sorry. I need, a, I need a quieter keyboard. I'm sorry <laughs> that I keep making fun of you, but it just brings oh. me great joy to poke fun. Leah, are you <laughs> back? I'm okay. back. Okay, perfect. All right. So, Leah. I'm sorry, not Leah. I don't know why I singled you out. <laughs> uh, so, everyone. Um, this sort of makeshift observation camp uh, is in front of Oma. Uh, yeah, wh- why don't you go ahead and roll a... Um, Roll whatever you need to roll to figure this shit out. 
I want. I think you have a different. I would say I have, I have insep, insight, uh, perception, because investigation. She's more of like feeling than than actual. Okay. Well, then, more. yeah. Why don't you roll an in perception check for me, or or maybe just a general? Yeah, just try wisdom. Uh, yeah. Um, Oma, you you are your spider sense is definitely going off, but you're not you're not quite sure. Like you you have an idea that this might have something to do with sort of your mission, but um, you're not quite sure sort of where it might lead or or anything like that. Uh, so I don't know the origin, but I do know it's extra planar. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, Bishareth, should you hail them? Um, I know we're, uh, like, out of character. I know we're approaching and still sort of, like, on the cusp of making our way into the camp, though I do have my headlight going, so one of their perimeter people might have noticed. Sure. Uh, yes. Uh, you, in fact, yeah, you, you do have your headlamp, and there are people that uh, notice. Uh, and Bisher raises his voice, um, and he says, Ah, Nadir el Salah. Um, greetings. And the gentleman, or the sea elf, that he hailed turns around and swims over to join you guys sort of breaking from the pack. Um, and you hear Nadir El Salah say, Ah, Bisher, you old crone. How are you? And they hug, uh, and he looks at you all kind of curiously. And Bisher says, Ah, Nadir, um, these are traveling companions who saved your dear brother uh, from a life-or-death situation. Um, and Nadir says, Oh, you saved my brother's life. Um, I don't know whether to thank you or curse you for that. And he kind of laughs a little bit uh, with the light ribbing. And they they uh, sort of take each other by the, the shoulder. Um, and he says, no, seriously, thank, thank you for uh, what you did. Um, you'll have to forgive me uh, if I'm a bit sort of... Uh, lacking in manners, I and he turns to uh, this large happening behind him, and he says, uh, "These are strange times. Strange times indeed." Ah, uh, everything is strange to us down here. Um, we're we're not very familiar with. Uh, I kind of look over at Rosebud, who's like dangling precariously over this abyss with Jewel holding him and like <laughs> fighting to stay up. <laughs> and it's like we're uh, we're definitely not well suited and adapted at all. So all of this is strange, but um, I I understand. And yes, you're you're most welcome. They uh, uh, we were we were traveling before we met your brother uh, over the sea, of course, and. Uh, it it seemed that they uh, he was pursued by what i understand to be one of your more persistent foes the uh uh Sha- i keep wanting to say shaogawan what is it again penguin sanguine you're sa- the sanguine um but think of penguin 
Penguin, sanguine. Maybe if that penguin, helps. Sanguine. That may help, yes. Sanguine. Perfect. Um, but yes, uh, we're, we're glad to have him. He's He's been a, a wealth of, of uh, to be completely frank, uh, filling in a huge blind spot for us surface dwellers. Uh, we, we know very little. We're only able to come down here through the aid of magic and... Uh, it seems like you have something magic going on behind you there, in fact. Um, but Yes. The Lore Keeper seems very interested in what's going on here. I must say, I, when me and my fellow miners uh, stumbled across this, um, little did we know uh, the truth of the matter. But it is a reef. Uh, Nadir looks at you rather curiously, Oma. Sorry. He's, he's, uh, yes, yes, the low keeper Fakir Al Ashak says that this is a rift into the extra planar dimension of water. Yes. I'm curious, uh are you familiar with these kind of things before? Have you have you come? Have, are you familiar with these? Have you come across something like this before? I look at Oma, and Not the horror people. of the dragon comes through the, the coming through the rift comes to mind. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> go on, Oma. Sorry. <laughs> I have seen uh, things that are like this. Not ones that go to this particular plane. But I have seen I have seen openings to other planes. It is very unique and cannot be missed. Yes, unique is a word for it. Uh, myself and the others who accompany me have never seen anything like this. I think the law keeper would be very interested to have a conversation with you. Um, come, come. Uh, what, what is your name again? Uh, you can call me Oma. Oma, I'm... Oma. Yeah. Yes. Okay, come, come. Uh, the law keeper Fikri Al Ashak. He's the one over there with that backpack full of contraptions. And Nadir and Bisher both lead you to the law keeper, who is totally engrossed in uh, sort of studying the sort of outer edges. You see that he has sort of like measuring instruments um, in both hands, and he's sort of mumbling to himself uh, numbers. Uh, can we get how to spell that real quick? <laughs> oh, yes. Saying? You don't want my just... spelling? Here, I'll share how I spelled it right here. All right. Oops, I didn't... <laughs> That's it. It's canon now. That's how you spell it. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's see how it's actually spelled. Sorry to slow things down. I was just like, I have no idea how to spell yeah, that. <laughs> Even phonetically, I'm not sure. I gave it my honest attempt. <laughs> Oh, poor doggo. Itchy face. 
Oh gosh, I butchered that one too. I I just said N I N A D I R, so not too far off. Fikri Al Ish. Okay. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> uh, boy. You um, like it, right? <laughs> I mean, you got it right in the it's completely phonetic. <laughs> That's how <laughs> That's how I spell until told otherwise. <laughs> um, uh, as we're sort of moving towards the lore keeper, Rosebud's gonna pipe up to Jewel. I'm curious. What does it look like on the other side? Maybe Squeaks could take a look for us? <clears throat> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't you don't understand. Uh, this is a plane to another. It's opening to another plane. It you would need to send someone who could breathe on the water, and they may not be able to come back. Isn't that why Squeaks would be perfect? He also has the spell cast on him, and. He can be resummoned. Perfect. We don't need to investigate it. We need to close it. Do you want me to give it a shot? I could try. You can try. I I don't believe that that would actually work, though. Like, fair enough. I'm going to give it a shot. Um, but Giving I think a shot or closing it, closing it, but I'll wait till we talk to the lore keeper first. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, the lore keeper as, uh, <clears throat> Nadir approaches him, catches his attention. He straightens up a bit and he jots down some numbers, uh, on this like, um, hardened, uh, piece of, like writing instrument that he kind of has to carve into. And he says, uh, he looks up at you and he says, uh, uh, the rift seems to have been expanding, but and he stops and he cocks his head a little bit. I, I am in my little old lady, not little old human lady, but little old orc lady. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he says, uh, oh, I, uh, wow. Are those, are you, wow. He sort of comes up to you guys and he looks, he looks at you all sort of one by one, sort of swims around you, almost like, uh, the little mermaid when she first encounters like Eric, you know, just sort of really like, <laughs> like, uh, is it this neat? Yes, it is. You all in. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you topsiders? Oh wow! What a day! What a strange few days! I what? Well, I I uh, uh, I um. <laughs> He's really struggling to find his words. This is uh, Gaith, and I start introducing everyone. Oh yes, Please. yes. Where are my manners? Uh, uh, Fishergal Ashark. 
of, of course, I, and he gives you the middle finger, uh, all of you in turn. <laughs> <I> forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're honored. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? Oh, wait, right. <laughs> yep, that was a thing. I, uh, I hope that you're trying to find out how to remedy remedy this situation, yes? Uh, remedy is a long way off, but I, I think this is a real opportunity to to study uh, the sort of mythical sciences of, of extraplanar travel and this idea of another place I touching our own. I try to put my hand up just to kind of like stop him like like a like dear um you have a uh, opening to another plane for that ah uh, and it is getting larger do you know about skyfall uh no i I'm unfamiliar with a lot of the happenings of the topside world. Is that... Did the sky fall? It was a cataclysm of untold suffering for both sides. You're not just looking into a hole that's just a hole. It is another world. And you are in effect uh, affecting them as they are you. It should not be here. It is a wound. A wound. Interesting. So would you say that this is blood, in a sense, this sort of flowing current of water? Should it not be here? Is it... I can tell it's... The water is different. Almost like magic. I start to kind of explain about Skyfall, so if I leave something out, Pedro... Could you fill it in? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Because she would, she would not only would know about Skyfall, because she was from that area. It was part of her, her backstory, I believe. Yes. Uh, Skyfall was a cataclysm. One day, a rift appeared to the elemental plane of air. And... Air fell through. Things fell through into this world. Dangerous things. Things that were scared and destroyed many cities and places. I will not say that it was done by purpose. Nobody has found out yet. We are still trying to make it stop hemorrhaging between the two worlds. Giant stones fell. People who had never been on this side of the world fell, both in and out. Do you really want to put that much danger to your people? To study. You are in a dangerous territory. I would say 
It is interesting that it came here, but it did not happen with good intentions. Strange that you put a moral contingent on what I would argue is a naturally occurring phenomenon. You say that it happened upside, and now it's happened below. I fail to see the purpose of labeling it good or bad. It is simply a phenomena I think worth noting and studying. You're perfectly okay with uh, volcanoes naturally occurring. It happens. You just want to stay here, right? When the volcano hits and and it begins to burn everything. And nothing can survive around it. Naturally but, occurring. But we are standing. We are swimming. You are standing near an opening to another plane of existence. The existences should not have openings to each other. It is a net. What flies through the net that can fit between the holes, you don't understand. Do you not want your place of living? Or do you want to see what happens when two places come bleed into each other? Because I will tell you, your place will not win. That place will not win. You're standing in front of... Of, yes, it may be natural occurrence, but it is not something you can take lightly, just like you cannot take light- lightning that strikes from the side, hurricanes that blow. Make a persuade. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Did I, um, did I say enough about Skyfall, about the stuff coming through, and that? The fact that yeah, it's still fine. getting bigger. Absolutely. Even though the Aarakocra are trying to keep it... Well, mm-hmm. they're they're studying it, but they're not the only ones studying it, I believe. Right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. It is um, a phenomenon that a lot of institutions are A joint. Study. It's a joint, yeah. I have a, uh-huh. a question for you, Pedro. Yes? Miria came through a rift. Is that rift also hemorrhaging and getting bigger? Would I know? know? Um, I mean, I've been to Myria, and Myria yeah. is where the rift is. It's true, but you're also part not part of the inner circle yet. No, that is true. So that that's why I'm asking you. Like, would I know? Would or would it be sort of? Uh, you, eh, I, I wouldn't know if I saw think, it. I, I do not think. Yeah, you wouldn't know if you saw it. But also, I do not think Rosebud would be privy to that kind of information. Mm-hmm. Those would be that information would be kept, uh, I would think, higher up in the chain of command. Fair enough. Well, it, so, it crosses Rosebud's mind for a minute there, mh. but he stays quiet. Uh, make I'm a. To, I'm trying to threaten him. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Make intimidate. a make a intimidation check. I would say make a persuasion check. Uh, either way, I say you're going to do it with disadvantage. Because this guy is, you're sort of, you're trying to get him to step away from what could be like the most important thing of his scientific career. Okay, so intimidation, because I, I want him to take this seriously, which he's not. Yeah, it's, he is, he is looking at something like, like 
Oh, isn't this a cute lion that is just eating <laughs> all of my family? Oh, you're just so cute. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So go ahead and roll intimidate. Try and intimidate him. Okay. I, I think it would be flat, right? Because you... With yeah, your it's scar, a flat. Have, oh, yes. Have, that's right. It's a straight you have, roll. You have, okay. I have seen what these things have caused. I've been in the middle of them, and it is terrible and completely cannot be controlled. You think you can control it. A lot of people on this plane of existence think they can control it, but it cannot. You are unweaving the fabric of existence. If you'd wish not to exist, don't include your people. Go kill yourself someplace else. He, his eyes sort of fall downcast a bit. And he says, But I've already sent people over to the other side. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, shit. Her eyes just, like, become saucers, and she is like, oh, God, you did not. And I look at everybody else with, like, this look of, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, no, no, no. And as he says this, <laughs> you feel this sort of change in the greater swell of water, almost as if more current is being sort of pushed out on the other side of this rift. I am... I quickly try to dispel magic on the portal. <laughs> okay. Uh, cast dispel magic. Uh, um, okay, so go ahead and uh, roll. 19. You cast Dispel Magic, but this is not a spell. And you're... It's not a magical effect either? Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> And it's a good thing I didn't make a speech before doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like holding up Rosebud and like watching him cast, just kind of like looking at him like, well, was that supposed to do something? He just looks down. Yes. <laughs> oh, he kind of like pats him. <laughs> is the separation becoming like, is the, I know it's becoming larger, but is it becoming more intense? Uh, my just disconnection. The, just the current of the water. Uh, okay. Almost. Make a intelligence check, Oma. Oh, it's a save. That's fine. Um, it's the same. Well, yeah. yeah, it's the same. Oma and Jewel. 
I'll, I'll say you, both of you guys. Um, water occupies a space. It is now, for whatever reason, being pushed out of that space in a large enough quantity that it is affecting the current coming out. Something's coming out. Shit. And as as you are sort of having this sort of mental uh, connections, you see the hand of a sea elf come out. Uh, and I fire uh, my lasers. No, I'm just the deer <laughs> and all the other uh, people there uh, quickly sort of uh, rush over uh, to 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 see you know what's what's going on and and uh, the sea elf sort of climbs out. Um, but as he climbs out, you see that his body has sort of been extended. And he no longer has this, like, bluish-purplish skin tone, but rather it is a a grayish-white skin tone. And as he he pulls himself out, uh, he has this horrified expression uh, on his face. Um, And then you see that underneath his eyes is another set of eyes. And his ears and his hair has sort of is falling out in clumps. Is he uh, one of your people? Is that somebody you know? Uh, no. I, uh, he, this is what I'm was. talking about. Uh, I, and then, if you put something on the plane, it's... Oh, no. A second one comes out. And Bisher, sort of in shock, says, How, how many people did you send over the rift? And Bixer just stares quietly at the people sort of coming out one by one. Three, four, five. And as they come out, there's like, they have like these strange like tentacles where their feet should be. And Attached to their backs are like these strange sort of moving protrusions. Get everybody back now! Everyone uh, back! Yeah, Jules towing Rosebud away. I grab sparkle eyed uh, looking at these monsters. <laughs> I, I grab uh, uh, a shock. And is Bashir next to him? Bashir is by the rift. You guys, all these miners are by the rift. And as you guys sort of shout to get back, Bashir sort of joins you in that call. Back, back, quickly! Um, And as he Uh, turns to swim away, a massive pentacle about the size of maybe 30, 40 feet long, sort of whips out and wraps itself around Bashir. And Can I shoot an Eldritch Blast at the tentacle? Absolutely. Can I try Sanctuary on Bashir? Uh, what does Sanctuary do? Basically uh, reassigns targets if they 
don't save. Must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. This spell doesn't protect the word creature from area of effects. Uh, yeah, okay. so they have to make a um, wisdom's throw to attack. attack Alright, so uh, let's roll initiative. Okay. That is fair. Anybody yeah, near me, remember. Oh yeah, I think we're all near you. Yeah, yeah we're all pretty you, close. You get a plus three. Plus three. Okay, so I'd be at eleven. I I'll need to reroll. Don't forget so to I click on your. Click yeah. on my yeah. Okay, twenty-eight. Wow, Jewel is on house? top of things. That's better. <laughs> I'm so glad I rolled the first time. How do I do words? There we go. And then plus three, you said, or plus two? Plus three. Okay, and I'll roll for... I'm sorry, I didn't click on my token before I rolled. Can you put me in the initiative? Yeah, what are you? Um, I'm 16. Okay. Let's add you to the initiative. Oh, wait, I'm not... Sorry, I did the math wrong. Uh, I'm 11, not 13. Do you need me to change it? Can you change it? Or... I changed it. Okay. 16. Why won't you go? 16! Thank you. Okay. Uh, Someone rolled for Lavender. Okay. Okay, so underwater combat, and who here, okay, Rosebud, and, uh, sorry, I'm getting a phone call quickly, one and sec we, st here. we still don't have our weapons as well, right? Oh, uh, we did get our weapons back. Oh, we did? Oh, we did? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jewel left all of hers on the boat, so... So you got whatever you... <laughs> whatever, whatever you handed you... Off. Because obviously it's they don't have one uh, that's not like a premium thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna put this on the on the board, but this is not what you're fighting. Okay, <laughs> it's not just... what you're fighting. This is just a dragon, but this is not what you're fighting. <gasps> a dragon. <laughs> well, we're not fighting a dragon. <laughs> I don't think we're there yet. Water dragons. Sorry, I just All had right. to pass the phone off to my wife. Um, I don't know if I missed too much there. You're not, not fighting a initiative. dragon. You're not fighting a dragon. I'm going to just say that right up front. Just can I, can I ask, other than myself, who has no swimming speed, which means all of the penalties of underwater combat applies, it's also Oma and Lavender. No, Oma and Rosebud, correct? I think Lavender has a swimming speed from something. Uh, I'm not sure about Lavender. I know I don't. Well, he does because he's he's uh, he's that half water spirit. He half water spirit. Is it? Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. 
I, I just, uh, maybe Leah, you remember? I feel like it was always when there was water I, combat, it was you, Jewel, and Lavender that was okay in water stuff. I mean, yeah, I know. I, I'm pretty sure Lavender has a water speed. See, okay. Yeah, because I know that Kale did, but I didn't realize. I thought that... it was some sort of item, maybe. Oh, I yeah, maybe. He was, uh, I thought he was a, a, a half. Uh, I know he's got quartermaster on the race, but he was a half uh, water elemental, half half human. No, he's, uh, he's a hobgoblin. He's a hobgoblin. Oh, hobgoblin. Okay. He's got. Oh, I'm thinking of his old character. Smacks. Yeah. Think of his old character. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't remember why, but I do know that he had. Like. Oh, it's maybe it's because he can do step of the wind with key. I don't think so. I think there was some kind Maybe of I'm like just wrong. <laughs> okay, you guys. <laughs> no, but like I, I'm like ninety five percent sure he had a swim speed. So it was him and me that had the swim stuff. I don't see anything that's given him a swim speed. Do I? So Good. I might have to just assume none. None for now. It's up to you, Jewel. <laughs> uh, I don't see why he would have a swim speed. I just yeah, I remember it in like various conversation pieces, but I could be just remembering wrong. Because yep, like th- that underwater combat that we had just on the ship, even like I feel like. Are you sure? You, didn't you cast like freedom of movement on him or something? I don't think I. Did. I, I know you did cast freedom of movement on somebody. It, it must matter. have been him because Oma was being an anchor. <laughs> if I remember yeah, that's right, that's true. It's true. Okay. Okay. Uh, or maybe he has freedom of movement. Honestly, don't worry about it. We'll just assume no and uh, go from there. Looking, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't see anything. Okay. All right. So, Jewel uh, of the Mountain, go ahead and uh, cast your Eldritch Blast. Hail Blast. <laughs> oh, okay. That one did not go well. Okay. Uh, you cast your and her Blast. Second. And it just dissipates uh, into the void of this rift. Uh, and your second one hits. So go ahead and... Uh, oh, just three force damage. But she, force she's damage. going for, like, you know, the tentacle that's trying to grab Bashir. Okay. Trying to get it to recoil. Did you play sure. the Halo scary theme music? Because that's what I just heard. Uh, I don't know. It's a playlist. So, um, <laughs> three damage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, three damage. Uh, yeah, it does not seem to be cowed by it. It grabs uh, Bisher. Well, it's not. It's it's on its way to grab Bisher, I should say. Yeah, uh, she's just uh, swimming back. She's gonna get further away. Yeah. Now, how far are they from any kind of like you know wall or something? Like you said, they were a ways out in this like open area, but like how far are we talking? 
Uh, I would say you're probably close to around 300 feet. You would have to swim. Oh, to get to, to an get, edge? To get, like, back to the opening that you were just at. Okay. Well, she's gonna tow uh, Rosebud as far back as she can, but she's gonna turn to him. Rosebud, um, I know that you can't swim quickly, but you might struggle to stay afloat here, but um, I-, I think I need to be closer to what's going on if I'm gonna be of any help here, so uh, can-, can you handle yourself? Yes, do not worry about me. Okay. I will be probably safe. be fine. <laughs> she kind of, like, rolls her eyes at that and then, like, turns around <laughs> She's she will be moving back in closer later if she needs to, but she wanted to make okay. sure that he's good to go on his own. But she, she so wanted you, to get him back away first. Sure. So you him, you she's like full thirty feet with thirty the, feet from where you were. Yeah. So we'll say you're even what, towing with him, like sixty feet away from the rift, then fifty feet away from the rift. Uh, probably sixty. Yeah. Sixty feet. Okay. So we'll say that you you are you and Rosebud are both. 60 feet away from this rift. Was this rift floating freeform with just, like, algae and stuff coming out of it? Or was there, like, a a base of, like, land? Nope, it's totally freeform. And just, like, random random algae and seaweed around it? Well, you can tell that all that glowing stuff was brought by this this team. It's sort of like a mobile observation station. That's all sort of like floating. They're all kind of connected to one another and stuff. And gotcha. So. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of with Geth, it's your turn. Uh, I'm right beside Oma Lavender. Rosebud was just torn out of my grip, so I look at the. I assume five, six, seven allies. Not counting our party, right? There's the lorekeeper. There's the uh, other thing, uh, lorekeeper, Bashir, and then the five other miners, right? There is four miners. One of them is Nadir, Bashir's brother. So there's Bashir, Nadir. Those are the only two named ones, and then lorekeeper, Fishker, and then uh, three other miners, and then. Uh, of six other of these um, returned chasm that are different now. Okay, so sorry, I just want to be 100% clear. There's seven or six of the allies that aren't our party. Uh, Lifekeeper. Yeah, hold on, I gotta do the math in my head. <laughs> seven. Seven. Lorekeeper, Bashir, brother, plus four other miners. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure I had that down somewhere. I'm not sure if you can call them allies so much as uh, liabilities. Yeah, I I just need to know (laughs) for AoE stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) You want to fireball them all, I understand. (laughs) Well, something like that. Um, What I'll actually do with my... uh, uh, Oma and with Lavender right near me. Um, I'll say oh, I can't swim very much, so I'm gonna I'm gonna blink and I'm gonna grab both of their hands and channel some energy and cast Freedom of Movement Twinned on both of them. 
it's a good chunk of resources here, so let me just mark those down. Uh, twinned means that's down there. That's a lot of spell slots, but that's fine. Uh, so now both Lavender and... I'll put a ninja symbol on there. <laughs> and Oma. I'm going to put a ninja symbol on yours too. If I can find it. There it is. Boop. Are able to move like normal essentially in the water and not suffer disadvantage on melee attacks and shit. Okay. Um, and then with that, because I twinned, I'm going to pop myself uh, uh, up to... How far can I go? I think it's 30 feet with my astral shard. Uh, da, 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 da. I can do up to 30 feet, so I assume um, however far away Rosebud was, I'm going to okay, pop myself... Rosebud is 60 feet away from the rift right now. Okay, so... And we were assuming we were about 30 feet away when we were talking to everyone, right? Correct. So I will pop myself uh, with my uh, magic right beside uh, Rosebud uh, in order to... Oh, before I pop away, I guess... You said that there's the tentacle reaching for Bashir. I will attempt to telekinetically pull him away from the thing by five feet, just to help a little, hopefully. Okay. Death could do so much in one round. <laughs> uh, so it, if he's willing, he just moves five feet away from it. That's all, just to keep in mind. Um, and if he's not willing, then he has to save against DC 15, and then I pop over beside Rosebud. I still uh, have my movement. He is going to try and save because he has no idea what you're doing. Yeah, totally. That's fair. Uh, you I like yell at him like, get away from that thing, and then like, you know, yank on him kind of thing? Yeah, or... exactly. I, I, I rolled a natural 19. So Okay, oh, so he, he resists. He's not moving. He's... Well, you tried. I did try. <laughs> Rip. And yeah, uh, tried. I'm now popped next to Rosebud, and okay. I will just grab hold of him and aid him in whatever way. I've got 15 feet of movement. Okay. Uh, so well, I will I thought move I was like... 60 feet away. Well, I was 30 feet. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was like, with us. Party was 30, we 30 feet. Sorry, my misunderstanding. Yeah, and then I pop the 30 feet to get to you, and then I have half of my movement, which equals another half of my movement, so I can move like 5 feet with him away towards our entry, and that's my turn. <sighs> okay. It is now this creature from beyond the rift's turn. It is reaching out. It grabs... Well, you know what? I should probably roll for this, huh? Okay. I should be fair. Alright. All right. So I'm gonna roll... <laughs> Sorry. Your evil laughter. Yeah. It's evil and laughtering. <laughs> I'm not feeling good for Bashir's chances right now. That's a 17 to hit. That hits. You mean like it overcomes the the sanctuary? Did you cast sanctuary on him? You did cast sanctuary on him. Um, only oh, if you let me, right. because you said I, we rolled initiative, so right. oh, I, yeah. I wouldn't have been able Sorry, to. Buddy. 
Not your turn. Nope. Hey, my bad. Um, there was no surprise round for us. We were we surprised. Were surprised. <laughs> okay. Uh, and this creature does... Nine points of damage to Bashir. And you see a second tentacle come out and try and grab one of the other miners one of the other unnamed miners of okay that is a 20 to hit um and he grabs onto the second miner dealing seven damage and the miner is crushed because he's just a little weenie boy miner he doesn't have a lot of HP and this uh tentacle just literally just crushes this miner in half and you see uh, that this floating body is sort of split in two and just kind of sinks down to the bottom and you hear this sort of horrid screeching sound almost like an eagle's cry just come out uh, from the other side of the rift alright Oma it's your turn I'm next to the doctor or the fakir, but I'm not. I'm not next to the rift. Correct. You were by the doctor, so you were about thirty. You were around thirty feet away. The tentacle is still wrapped around Bashir. It is. Okay. I am going to, since we still have the weapons. The one that I have is the harpoon. Okay. Um. And with the harpoon, we said that it's 30 feet max. We did. Yes, because of the, the chain or something, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, if I take one step forward... Oh Lord! Well, uh, <laughs> Sorry, um, go ahead. Uh, the, okay. <laughs> um, I, I was just picturing you trying to harpoon Bashir. <laughs> <laughs> Saved ya. <laughs> uh, don't think that didn't cross my mind. Uh, but actually, I. Uh, I wanted to aim for the tentacle, but I've got freedom of movement now, don't I? You do. Yes. We're the only people who are hindered are myself and Rosebud by the water now. Okay. So I can just walk up to him and and use the harpoon. Okay. So you swim up thirty feet. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll. 
All right. You uh, go for 15 or 14, and you uh, crack against this um, this uh, creature's blubber, but you do not seem to do any damage to it. Okay, oh, I'm going to... It does not hit. I'm going to do my second attack. Okay. A 21 hits. So you've made a little bit of an opening with your first attack. And so you lift up again and strike in the same exact spot. And this time you feel the harpoon just sort of sink into the flesh for eight damage. I'm going to sink um, uh, one of my uh, divine smites. Okay. So go ahead. And that should give me a D2 because I'm going to do a second level. Okay. Um, and this is radiant damage, correct? Yep. Okay. Because um, anything that is non-planar uh, is the is basically my my bane. Mm-hmm. So um, that's two D8. So another eight points of damage. And I, I am trying to use the harpoon to like pull the, the tentacle my way so that Bashir could have a better time of getting out. Okay. Uh, make a... So you're trying to also sort of... Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm holding that tentacle. So yeah, okay. I may be going flying. Okay. You already did your turn, so I'm not going to make you roll a strength check, but... Um, if it how if it wants to do anything with this tentacle, I'll make you roll a contested strength. How about that? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Uh, now it is going to be a legendary action uh, by this. Oh creature. no! It's a boss. <laughs> uh. A third tentacle is going to come out of the rift and try and strike you, Oma. For um, hang on. I think that's a okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, for twenty-one to hit. Yep, that hits. Okay. This creature, uh, you feel this sort of devastating, just push uh, for... uh, 16 damage. 16 bludgeoning damage. Oma, I just want to reiterate, uh, you did have the 15 aid buffer on you. I don't know if you were here for that conversation. There you go. So, uh, yeah, Oof, I rolled a 5, a 5, and a 6 on all those. So that was a very good roll. Almost a perfect roll for me. Um, okay, uh, and this thing just, uh, you just feel your, you just feel your body, you have an out-of-body experience as this thing just smashes into you. Um, okay, now it is Lavender's turn. Lavender, uh, who has been very quiet, contemplating how free fish are under the sea, uh, 
looks over at Oma, who's now moved up closer to the rift. Um, I assume you're right fairly near the rift? Is that right? Yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to keep Bashir from being pulled in. Okay, and there's uh, a handful of these weird aquatic sea elves that seem to have tentacles on them coming through, and he's going to go up, and when uh, when he gets close to it, I'm just trying to remember all this shit that he can do, uh, he's going to, as a bonus action, you can spend each creature of your choice you can see within 10 feet must succeed. Okay, so first thing, he's going to go up whatever movement it takes to get as close to Bashir, the tentacle, and some of these creatures that came through the rift as possible. So what what's the rough grouping? Like, how many could he get with the tentacle plus the weird creatures? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? End result is... I apologize. Not a worries. End result is Lavender's trying to swim as close as possible to get everyone within 10 feet of him that is an enemy. Okay. Um, This rift... It's... These people are kind of coming out, sort of spread out alongside the rift. Mm -hmm. I'll say you can probably get... I mean, you can only attack one tentacle. They're sort of spread out. There's three tentacles. Yep. Actually, you could probably attack two because one of them's right next to Oma and the other one's right next to Oma restricting Bashir. But then the third tentacle that you see is sort of on the other side dealing with Up some the of rift. these. Uh, well, it's out of the rift. You can attack it, Yeah. Um, but it's sort of... It's further away. Understood. And so the reason I'm asking is because... Uh, he he wants to get as many of the tentacles and those weird sea elf creatures with his bonus action Arms of Astral Self, which is when he first casts it, a 10-foot uh, area of effect. So Okay, okay yeah, you can, uh, you can probably hit, I'd say, like two. You could probably hit eight. If you go for the tentacle that killed the miner, you can go for the tentacle and two other of these strange changed sea elves uh that seems like it makes the most sense then um okay so and he what does this do when you do so each creature of your choice you can see within 10 feet they have to succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take force damage equal to two of your martial arts die okay so yeah Uh, dexterity saving throw 14 14 okay so they both fail. The two sea elves fail. And then let's do the... I believe it's 14 anyway. Let's do the... Um... Oh, okay. So this one also... So the, the the creature from beyond the rift also fails. So all three of them fail. Okay, so I think this is his... Uh... I don't know what level monk he is, so I don't Seven. know. If, I don't know if this dice is updated. I I feel like it's supposed to be D8s now at level seven. I don't know. I'll just use what he's got here. Yeah, use what he's got now. Uh, it should be it should be one D6 at level seven. I just pulled up the monk sheet. 1d6 at level 7? Okay, so it's a total... Yeah. He did, That roll was 2d6. I don't know why it showed 4 dice on here. 
but uh, uh, 3 plus 4 equals 7 force damage to all of those creatures with his bonus action. Okay, so 7 damage. Okay. Okay, and I suppose he will uh, focus on one of the other creatures that have come through uh, in order to uh, disable or or kill them. And I think he's got two attacks right now. So now that his Astral Blades are out, um, I think this is the ones that he gets to use. It looks like Astral Blade Dance Arms. So attacking uh, one of those two weird creatures first. Okay. Why is it rolling advantage? Okay, well, either way, it's the first one, which is a 21 to hit. That hits. And there is damage there, but it's not filling in for me. Um, it says it's 13 force damage. Is it? it? Okay. 13 force damage. Cool. And I'm going to yeah. turn off his advantage. So is the first one still up? The One of the weird creatures? Uh, no. In fact, uh, they're all dead. As you come in, you hear them sort of say, help me! And then you turn on the blades and eviscerate them and you hear the miners around you scream what are you doing why are you killing them um and you try and go for this one uh and you i I do want to just clarify the 13 isn't area of effect it's only the seven that was aoe yeah i i I oh okay gotcha (laughs) they are weenies he has mentioned this yeah (laughs) so uh and yeah, your 13 uh, comes in and... Would have dealt with the tentacle then if they would have... Would have dealt with the tentacle. Yeah. Is that your okay. Turn? Nope. Uh, he, I just didn't know that was... Uh, you, I thought you were saying stuff. And then he uses his last uh, attack to do a tentacle damage again, which is if it hits uh, with a 25... Uh, 10 force damage. Yep. And he's going to say, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to get the tentacles. I I must have hit them. <laughs> Oops. Okay. Uh, and he'll use whatever remaining movement, or I guess the tentacle's still up, so he'll stay engaged with that right now. Alright. Alrighty. It is now Rosebud's turn. Okay, so as I'm pulled away by Geth, uh, Tulip will actually swim and cling over to Jewel. And I would like to cast Elemental Weapon on one of her claws. Okay. Uh, for fire, because that's literally my whole shtick. Uh, so just like bubbly hot claw. Um, you I would know on. this from the battle of the ship. But I think fire is half damage underwater. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Sh- I don't know. Oh, yeah, because you... Yeah, it is. Fine, I'll use... Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. So, um, you're doing... Thunder. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I will put this symbol. The I means that you've got Tulip and... I... Yeah, I'm going to stick with Thunder okay. instead of Lightning, just because 
I can argue the noise of crafting. <laughs> Distant whispers, that kind of stuff. Creepy words. Um, Got it. But that is my whole turn. So Tulip is on riding on Jewel right now, and one of Jewel's claws is buffed up. Cool. Alright, now it is Jewel's turn. Jewel the Mountain. It's perfect timing because Jewel is going to uh, beeline agility herself and do speedy McSpeedster. She's going to swim the 60 feet up to the tentacle holding Bashir. It's still holding him, right? It hasn't let go. Okay. She's first going to hit it with Hex, because I forgot to do that earlier. And it's also going to take disadvantage on any strength checks that it makes. Did Bashir get a move to try to escape? Sure. Uh, Uh, Did he do it at the top of the round, then? Yeah, we'll say at the top of the round. uh, Right before me. Okay. uh, He... He did not make these. He rolled a 13, and he did not meet the criteria. And I hate to give us problems, but there's also the remaining three miners and lore keeper that theoretically would have had to go, and whatever these other creatures are. Theoretically uh, didn't get I think it's either. safe to say that the other miners are fleeing at this point. Okay, cool. Just so make sure. We'll just say that they are swimming as far as they, they can, dash actioning the whole nine yards. And, and they're probably the... a lot faster than the rest of us, so they're like. <laughs> well, you're actually faster than these. like any sea creature, I'm pretty sure, uh, Leah. Just uh, for the dash, but yeah. Yeah, but um, did the uh, the weird creatures that uh, were taking over the sea miner's body get to go? Is sort of also the thing I was thinking. Are you are you talking about the the mutated that ones came back? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're just fleeing. Oh shit, they're I thought that they mutated. were attacking us. I didn't realize no. that. No, they were crawling out. Oh, well, that would have been different. <laughs> Never mind then. All good. Sorry. So you're good? Yeah, yeah, no, I just, I wouldn't have attacked them had I known that. That was, it's all good. I didn't know that, though. It's okay. You know now. And knowing's uh, half the battle. Yes. Did you go? You didn't nope, go, right? Not yet. I, I was pausing while we figured out, you know, top of the round oh, stuff. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay, so she is going to cast Hex on it. And then she's going to do a 1-2 with her claws. So this is going to be the one that's buffed. I just, I'm, I'm not changing the actual. So it would be a 22 to hit. So this is the Thunder, right? No. Yeah, this is the Thunder Claw. Okay. So 21 hits. So, and then this. So 6 magical slashing plus the d4 of thunder damage plus okay, so d6 of necrotic damage. And because there are others attacking it, she gets sneak attack damage. Uh, remind me again why you have necrotic? I feel like we went over this. Uh, hex. Right, the hex. The hex that I just laid down for each right, attack right. that I hit. I get an okay, extra d6 so necrotic. 14 damage plus 9. 
So that's 23. I'm sorry, 23. I meant to say. And then she's just going to do offhand claws. Oh, wait, no, she can't do offhands because that's a bonus action. She's already used her bonus action. Okay. Okay. Then uh, that's going to be it for her. Okay. She's up close and personal with this thing now. All right. Um, it is going to take a, since it's the top of the round again, it is going to take a legendary action before Geth's turn, after uh, Jewel of the Mountain's turn. Uh, and the tentacle that is fighting Oma is going to... That's the one that's holding Bashir, right? The one that Joel just attacked? No, there's two next to... There was one that went out and struck Oma. Yeah, I'm I'm actually okay. holding down the one that Bashir is attached to. It's like oh, okay, um, but the other smacking, one attacks you. Yeah, okay. the other one's just kind of like a newspaper over a fly going. <laughs> okay, uh, eighteen to hit. Yep, hits. Okay, uh, this thing uh, grapples you, Oma. You are now restrained. You are now considered grappled. Roma? Mm-hmm. She can't be restrained. Oh, that's right. She has freedom mm-hmm. of movement. And a quick question for you regarding the uh, the grapple stuff, damage, Pedro. By the way. The tentacles, are they individual creatures or do they all come from one creature? Well, it's still in the hole. We're just seeing the tentacles. Uh, yeah, but... It- I, they look to be the same tentacle... They look okay. to be like, you know, sort of like how our arms look exactly the same. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, just, you... I'm just curious because the hex is on the creature, not just the tentacle. Correct. So if it's Correct. all one creature, it would you have disadvantage on strength tentacle. stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't need to... If I hit you, you're grappled. That's That's the way that this raw text says, so... Okay, yeah, so grappling what... still happens, I think. Yeah. yeah, you can just spend five feet of movement to be like, nah. <laughs> but my question is, what was the damage again? Ten damage. Bludgeoning. Okay. Guess you're up. I turn back, sort of half-treading water, uh, Rosebud and I being the slow ones in the group, and um, the tentacles are not like they're within range of 60 feet, right? Like, it's not crazy out of range for me. No. Yeah. You're, you, you, yeah. You're, you're within, yeah. if you're within 60 feet of, these, these things are shooting out around 15 feet, yeah. you know, past the, the, um, whatever, the, vo- the, the rift, so. Yeah. I will, hmm. I actually don't have... I will just attempt a well, fire bolts will do half damage we discussed, right? Yeah, because it's fire damage. Yeah, I will just cast a level one magic missile then um, okay. at the one holding uh, Bashir still, right? Yes. Okay, yep. 
Um, so I think this just hits for a total of... Uh, my thing's being weird. Did that roll damage for you? No, it didn't. Nope. It just it didn't roll anything. It's like a blank. It didn't roll yeah. anything. Do you have the? Do you oh. have it? Maybe like there goes. Oh, it was oh. just slow. I so I clicked another damage. thing. Uh, that's Jesus. for one missile. That's just one missile. Oh, yeah, so. there's some weird stuff happening. So it's all three missiles. I'm just going to click it a few more times. Something's messed up on my sheet from last time. So there's two um, more attacks. Two yeah, more each okay. each time that there's a missile. So that was a three plus one, and there's a total of three darts on a level one. So here's the second missile. Here's the third missile. So five damage, and then two damage. So that's a um, total of eleven damage. damage. That's second one. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's what I'll do. Okay. And uh, I guess, yeah, no, that's it. I can't think of anything else for my turn right now. Alrighty then. Um, now it is this creature's turn. Uh, Oma, I need you to make a strength check. Okay. Are you grappled, actually? No, right? Because uh, freedom of movement. Freedom of movement. So you are the grappled effect comes into effect. So but if you have, you can just get out without rolling. Yes, exactly. So for all intents and purposes, you are no longer like trying to hold right. on to Bashir's tentacle. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. If I'm grappled, uh, you see Bashir's tentacle zips uh, back into the uh, rift. Do we hear him scream as he quickly? Is the uh... Does the tent uh is the harpoon still connected though? If it is, then I'm being drug in. And I I feel like it I was, missed it. It was point. in though, wasn't it? So yeah, it, it was, was in. in the tentacle. Then so you got grappled, but that didn't stop yeah. the harpoon from being okay. Yeah. So you you get drug in with it. Yep. Oma, you the disappear beyond the rift. You feel this sort of heavy, oppressive, cold, sort of magic-tinged water. And on the other side, you see this titan of a creature with ten tentacles. Okay. A massive beak. No visible eyes. This thing lets out a horrible shriek that shakes you to your core. This um, could be a problem. I know. <laughs> At, uh, Bisher. Uh, Just let me know gonna... whenever it's mine. My turn. Okay. Uh, this creature is going to use the tentacle that it uh, has with um, whatever, with, with Bisher. It's going to attack Bisher with his tentacle that he's already, you know, grappled with. And uh, Oma, you see the life rushed out of Bisher as this tentacle just wraps around uh this creature 
I like uh, them. And um, just releases the dead body. We're going to have to, like, um, have something written out that people have to sign in order to become you know, friends, like, friends with us. Yeah. <laughs> and it is going to... This thing is massive. It is a tight size. It's a huge monstrosity. Oh no. Uh, it is... And you see beyond it, there are strange sort of squid-like white creatures swimming around it in like a herd almost. You know how there are like like feeder almost like feeder fish that feed off of like whales and stuff that like attach themselves to whales mm-hmm. it's something similar to that um, and this water is rough um, and it you can tell that you probably shouldn't spend too much time here uh, but as you say that uh, one of its ten tentacles comes and strikes at you, Oma. Ooh, okay. Um, I rolled an 18 on the die. Mm-hmm. That's, that meets your AC, right? Oh, yeah. That, that, uh, yeah. Okay. And this creature strikes you for eight damage. Yes. For eight bludgeoning damage. And now, for all intents, I just want to interrupt. She's still technically grappled because it takes resources for her to move. So if she had one tentacle before that she didn't spend movement on to escape, she was still technically grappled, and now this would be a second grapple that she'd uh, need to use her five I thought she movement. escaped the grapple because of her free Yeah, because... Yeah, so loose. in other words, it just kind of like... Since I was still attached to that that chain, mm-hmm. and the chain was attached to the tentacle, mm-hmm. whenever ten- it withdrawed, it basically pulled me like telekinesis mm-hmm. out of the po- out of the other grip. Yeah, because I just slid out. Yeah. Okay. I'm just I'm just saying the only reason but, this is important you- for you, Pedro, is because if you grapple one person with freedom of movement with eight tentacles, then they would need to use. Eight five feet of movements to get out. No, no, no. Uh, although she is technically grappled now by this one, but there's only one tentacle grappling her. Yeah. Whose who side are you on, Ryan? I'm just giving Pedro no, just, all of the yeah, equipment that he needs. Just, yeah. That was so a joke. That was a joke. No. Uh, uh, Oma, you are faced with this creature beyond the void. Am I uh, okay? Because since I'm... I... I don't know. I thought that that's technically why I was kind of like disappearing. What do you mean? Are you okay? Am I okay? Like, Oh yes. Uh, yeah. Alma, like I said, you, you don't feel like you can, it's like I said, this is oppressive and you don't feel like you can spend long here. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, uh, disengage my, um, harpoon, so that would be one action. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, or would you, would you call that a bonus action just to disengage the the harpoon? Um, you're not so a I'm thief. Not... You're not a you're not a rogue, so technically it okay. takes an action to disengage for you. Oh, okay. I, I think she means literally removing the yeah, harpoon so I'm no from... longer harpooned to the other tentacle. Oh. Yeah, you would need to make. Yeah, you would. You would need to have like an action to like grab it and then yank it free. Okay. That would take an attack action. So if you have two attacks, you could yank so it free and then throw it again. If you have two attacks, you can yank it free and then attack. Okay. Then um, my other is actually going to be this, where I I basically hold up where my um, my mark is with the other plane of existence and okay. I basically it has to make a wisdom saving throw or else it's going to need to get the fuck away from me Oma okay. said be gone <laughs> you don't want none of this <laughs> you what do you do Oma as you lift your your uh, I basically uh, kind of open that that piece that I know I'm slipping into, and just basically say, "You don't uh, go back to which you came. You do not belong here, and this rift is going to close." And that's basically what I'm trying to do. As you do that, it doesn't seem to have any effect. So I'm swimming up. It's <laughs> not a aberration, celestial, elemental, fate, or fiend. Okay. Then I uh, am. Did we, we? Yeah, we specifically. We specifically changed it for this, right? Right, basically anything that is that is not on the plane of material has to get the fuck away from me. But okay, so this is technically know. this is technically a mo- a monster. Yeah, so yeah, if it's not going to affect it, it's not going to affect it. Um, but yeah, well, I'm just gonna go well, fuck me, and start swimming, trying to get out of the hole. Okay, as you say that though. Uh, actually, speaking of which, you see that there are, uh, the, the creatures that are swimming around it in a herd begin to sort of whine and whistle and scream and they flee from, they flee from where you are. So those things are aberrations. Hmm. But... This monster that you are featuring, that you are fighting, is not. So you go back beyond the the void, or the the rift. Yeah, I'm trying to get back. Okay. Yeah, you swim back, and it's strange. You feel like you're in this sort of like tunnel, and just you just get pushed out to the other side, um, and you sort of have to you like kind of spin and twirl a little bit, and it takes you a moment to grab your bearings, but you are. Uh, but you are on the other side. Uh, and, 
uh, as you look around and sort of this abjure the extra planar uh, is is it still in effect? I, I imagine you... so because it's it's basically I I sacked my channel divinity. Right. It would have theoretically floated through the view. Uh, like it's a, it's a thirty foot space. So if she was just on the other side of the tunnel, like five ten feet, potentially the energy could have been like an additional twenty feet on the other side of the rift. You know. So as you, yeah, that makes sense. So as you sort of swim back, you see that these sort of changed sea elves, the ones immediately around you sort of recoil in sort of disgust. uh, And they uh, sort of hiss. um, As, yeah, they fail their saves. uh, And they uh, try and run away from you. Well, at least we I cleared out the people and they won't get killed. <laughs> right. Okay. Is that your turn? Not if Lavender has anything to say about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. No survivors. <laughs> okay. Alright, no witnesses. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's strange, so you can like kinda see a little bit through the rift as you're like right next to it. You know, and so you can kind of see this, like, sort of amorphous, sort of giant, shadowy creature on the other side. Well, before my end of my turn, I scream, It's very big, and we don't want the hole to be here any longer. We need to close it before it comes through. How are we supposed to do that? In the fuck did I know? (laughs) (laughs) There was the summoning rift in the dragon, but... We don't have any pillars to destroy. We can't call Rosebeef in. But maybe Rose Whale could help. <laughs> maybe Rose Whale could help. Lavender, you're up. Uh, is there still a couple tentacles poking through? One or two? There are... There's one tentacle right in front of you. That's the given, only one that's through right now. Giving it the old one-two. All right. Uh, boom... For the first one, uh, only 10 to hit, so that's probably a that miss. Boom. For the second one, 19 to hit with 13 force damage. Um, and hell, just for the fun of it, they're going to spend a key point to try to stun the tentacle or the creature attached to the tentacle. I don't know how this will work, but we're going right. to try it. Stunning strike, key point down, uh, DC 14, I'm pretty sure... Um, constitution. Oh, it probably has like plus a billion constitution, but that's fine. <laughs> okay, it is going to make a con save. Uh, I does a twenty-two meet it? I feel, I feel yeah. like you know, probably. I probably feel good. like that's a yeah. <laughs> so this sort of uh, stunning strike just ripples uh, throughout this tentacle, but it does not have an effect. And I believe he can do a key point to do flurry of blows if the tentacle's still up. Uh, so that's spent, and he does two more astral blade attacks. Kcha! Eight force damage. Kcha! 
Miss. Miss. So another eight. And uh, he will just swim five feet. So, like, the tentacle is still within range, because I'm assuming it also has range. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's battling that tentacle until told otherwise, slash moving okay. a little bit further away from the rift. Okay. Rosebud, you're up. All right. Um, I'm going to have Tulip jump off uh, Jewel, swim towards the closest tentacle, and deliver a level four inflict wounds for me. Okay. So, uh, I think I can do it through this. No, I'm going to have to just roll it twice. Okay, that's fine. I guess it doesn't matter, because I freaking missed anyway. <laughs> Unfortunately, Tulip is really just struggling with just the severity of current as this tentacles kind of moves uh, up and, and about as it's battling uh, Lavender. And as Rose, as Tulip tries to swim towards it, it just sort of cartwheels backwards as the current just pushes it away. Both times, unfortunately. Um, it would just be or the first once. time. I, so, it just didn't let me do the whole uh, um, choosing the level. I should have done it from the spell sheet. Okay. Is that <sighs> your turn? Yeah, that's a very expensive turn. <laughs> Duel of the Mountain. Ro- uh, you're up. You see that top Alma has returned. Top of the round? Do we need oh, to top of the round, yes. Um, all the other... Everyone's fleeing at this point, so... Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'd say... Then if it's her turn... She is going to look at these tentacles. Now, I have a a technical question regarding the spell Dissonant Whispers. Mm -hmm. You whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear. So, does that mean it has to be able to hear me, or just that it's in range and the hearing is more of a magical hearing, because it's psychic damage? Mm -hmm. So, run through that description with me one more time. Just so you whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear. So she's whispering it even if she's 60 feet away. It's not like a creature would normally be able to hear her. It's a creature okay. that she chose that would like psychically hear it, right? Sure, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, then she's going to dissonant whispers the, uh, the tentacle and the a creature therefore attached to the tentacle. Mm-hmm. And uh, it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, it, uh, I got an 11 total. Okay, so, uh, it's going to take six psychic damage, and it must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. Oh, wow. So, she says, be gone. Uh, and it's, it's tentacle recoils, and it... Slithers. Well, it's not its turn yet, but it will. It will slither <laughs> on its turn. Okay. I promise Doesn't it slither. It, it actually immediately uses it. If yeah, a, re- a, it, a reaction if available. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. It, it breaks the turn order. 
Okay. So, and yeah, technically it does have a reaction available. Um, so it is going to move uh, 50 feet away from you. Uh, Lavender, go ahead if you'd like to make an attack of opportunity. Ah, uh, yes, yes, Lavender would with his and reaction. Jewel, are you? Can you make an attack of opportunity? Yeah, right. He can indeed. She okay. will happily use those burning claws to. Are you? And you're wait, right. I think, wait, right? I, I, I think that this does or, this yeah. impose an attack of opportunity with these sort of things. Oh, I mean, yeah, it doesn't question. say that it, it doesn't. So. I think there's a difference between forced movement and not. I'll roll for now, but uh, we don't need to. It, he misses anyway. If it's if it's if I'm near that tentacle, I get the ability to uh, hit it, and then he make it not move. It. Are <laughs> well, you near that tentacle? I don't think you're near it. That's what I was asking. Yeah, I don't think you're near it. Okay, because this one was near Lavender, which is sort of on the other side of the rift. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, a ten or a thirteen. I'm Does sorry, a fourteen what? hit? She's got an extra plus one because of the the lightning elemental weapon. You both sort of strike at this tentacle, and you sort of cut it up a little bit, but you just cut it through the blubber. You're not doing any damage. Okay. So it recoils. It's off and away. And okay. Yeah, it is off and away. So she, she round, looks. Right? I mean, it, it recoils, and I believe it's just the one round. Yeah, it's not like frightened or anything, right? No, I don't believe so. Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. So she's like, "That won't keep it for long," but uh, we've got a couple minutes. How the heck are we supposed to make this thing go away? And uh, yeah, so she she's like turning to look at the rest of the group now. Okay, I guess we're still technically in turn orders because there's the. It exists, Change it's not here. C elves slash sure. it exists. Uh, okay, so first of all, with my headlamp that's still been going this entire time, we still cannot see the ceiling of this cavern, right? Like we never could? Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to try something to see how far the ceiling is above us, if at all. And I'm going to shoot... One of my firebolts. Yeah, 120 feet is the range up. Uh, just to see if I can hit the ceiling. Okay. You shoot a firebolt up. Oops. Well, and natural it... 20 to the ceiling from from <laughs> um, uh, me. It goes oh, 120 feet and it just dissipates. Okay. Oh, so I... the ceiling is at least, as far as you know. The ceiling, wherever it may be, is farther than 120 feet up. Wasted nat 20. That ceiling could have fallen. No. <laughs> um, I I can't see any any method to... Is there any mechanisms? And I guess I'll look around if you allow me to do that. To see if there's sure. like anything around me that could... Uh, like that would be opening this rift. It sounds natural. Do you want investigation or perception? Make a perception check for. Total of eighteen. You do not see any sort of mechanism 
or any sort of arcane markings. I I think we may need to just flee at this point. I, I don't see a way to close this. We could attack the portal itself, I guess? Maybe that could cause it to... I don't know, that might cause it to widen. Dispel magic didn't work. <laughs> we should run. Uh, I don't like if that thing starts coming through further. Uh, we don't I'll want use to my stay here. Fifteen feet of movement to get a little further away from the portal. Okay. I do have an idea though for next turn. So that's your turn. Yep. All right. It is now this creature's turn. Uh, it is going to use its move action to swim back towards the portal. Oma, Lavender, and Jewel of the Mountain, you're the only ones near the portal, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. correct. Jewel of the Mountain, a tentacle comes out at you. <gasps> Four, hold on. Fifteen to hit. That hits. Okay, you have freedom of movement, but you are technically still grappled until you choose. She does move. not. I don't have freedom of movement. Oh. Okay. Well, you're grappled. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Well, is, all rolls. So that's if she good. takes a melee attack. She's going to immediately make a claw attack back using her thunder claw. Uh. Did you already? Is this a reaction? Oh yeah, yeah I, I already used which my you already reaction. Used. Never mind then. So uh, you take eight points of damage, bludgeoning damage, and you are grappled. He hisses. You were supposed to stay gone. <laughs> uh. You, as you say that, um, it turns, and you see this beak sort of open up and start. Wait, wait, to... wait. the beak's coming through too? No, this beak is not coming through. You could see sort of like this, like shadowy sort of, you know, like shape through know, the portal, shape oh. through the portal. Uh, That's fucking scary. <laughs> It starts to scream at you, um, and it is going to take its second tentacle attack to try and pull you through um, the rift, um, Jewel of the Mountain. Do I get a contested athletics or anything for that? Because it does have a disadvantage on strength checks. Mm-hmm. You have concentration on hex. You might need to roll concentration check. Oh, oh thank yeah. you. Oh, I was forget about that. Oh, yeah, let's let's do that. I forget about concentration checks. Con too. save. I got to put the symbol on myself for concentration check. I totally forgot. She made it. Uh, yep. Okay. Just barely you made it. So, <laughs> um, it is still hexed. So you are grappled, but I think if I want. <laughs> Yeah, if I have to move you, I guess I would. I would still need to do a contested 
check. Mm-hmm. I think. It all depends on what it says on the monster sheet. Some are able to just do that. Do it. So there, there's certain mechanisms. Uh, I, don't quote me here because I haven't read it in a long time and you've got it in front of you. But like, if the creature were to have you in a grasp and have movement, then considering it's colossal, it would probably just pull you. Mm-hmm. Um, if it were to be like wrapping around you with this tentacle and trying to like pull you off your feet or, or contest the actual... Uh, like I, I don't know if it would get a free pull. I don't right. know. It's colossal, right? Like this is a titan. Yes. I mean, wh- an example of something sort of along the same lines is the giant frogs grapple into swallow, and it it can just do it. If you're grappled, right. then it can but, have essentially a secondary effect. But that's like a very specific part of its stat block, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Uh, it but it says it. This doesn't yeah. say. This just oh, it says. Say you're, it. Okay. No, this just says the target is grappled, and then until the end of the grapple, you're considered restrained. Okay. Which yeah. means that you get advantage on further attacks mm-hmm. against jewels, and I think one of the attacks would be a bite if it was through there. So. Right, but I don't have any more attacks left on my turn. Okay, so I guess no, given the rules is written. Yeah, I... Yeah, it's just restrained you. I I used all my movement to get back to the portal. So, uh, attacks versus creature have advantage. Your speed becomes zero. Creature attacks have disadvantage. And disadvantage on deck saving throws. Um, I did look up the restrained effect. One of the things says a creature can be pushed, shoved while restrained, um, and I think they have no resistance to it. Mm. So that's so it would still take an action, though, one hundred percent. Right. Well, then I would use my second tentacle action to to move you up through the portal, then, because the first action was to take you, grapple you. And the second action was to pull you, but uh, I would I would assume that I can't do any damage on that attack because I'm using it to move you instead of like attack you. So that's how I'm gonna play it at least. And uh, <laughs> um, okay, uh, you are through the portal, and you also see this sort of large monster huge monstrosity you see that the creatures sort of swirling around it um these white tentacled like creatures all screeching at you um this is a foul place you do not like it here jewel of the mountain um okay uh, quick side note the creatures that oma scared away earlier would still be running because channel yeah, divinity is are, a full minute right that's yes yeah, so that's why they're still screeching they are okay. running away so, okay, so they're not nearby. Cool. Correct. I mean, you see them disappear, right? But you know, all right. But they're not we coming towards a, you. Can we take a bit of a break? Sure. Is everyone okay to play for mm-hmm. a little bit longer? Yep, I'm yeah. good. I'm good. I want to okay. keep fighting with your tentacles. I, I, I want to escape. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We can take him. <laughs> yeah, sure. We can, depending on what happens. If you're out of there, we've got a thing that we can 
do. But anyway, break time. Uh, yeah, okay. Right. It's break time. I'll pause the music. Okay. <laughs> I should have. I should have freedom of movement. Everyone. I. Ugh. I didn't it's, know. We didn't know quite what we were getting into. <laughs> There's no way you could have known. You, yeah, you couldn't have known. Don't beat yourself up for it. No one's dead yet, except Bisher. Yeah. So rip. Yeah, we're not allowed to have friends. DM <laughs> says no friends allowed. <laughs> That's in a long list of. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help myself. <laughs> form these emotional connections, and I need to tear them down. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. Okay, uh, likewise, I'll probably be... What are we doing, 10 minutes? Uh, yeah, we can do it for, for 10. I can use the restroom real quick. Okay. All right, I'm back. Hello.
Huh. I'm not sure what to do, Deanne. <laughs> I can't close the portal. Uh. Huh. What do we do? <laughs> I nothing. I mean, I guess we could run away and just cave in that one smaller even, entrance, but... I don't even know what it looks like, so I don't know how... I know that we can't see a ceiling, but apparently if we can't see a floor... Yeah, basically the way I got he, nothing, I, man. he described it, it's just like this big void. You're in blackness, and there's a big circle. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> well, Here. at least we got everybody else to leave. Yeah. Hooray, we saved the sea elves at the cost of our lives. And why did Bishir get grabbed? Why couldn't it be the scientist? That would have been, you know, like, uh, what's the word? Poetic. Live a girl. Then it said it was our boy. Mm hmm. I think I just have to start crafting a bunch of uh, red shirts for every NPC that joins us. Eight, 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 eight. Uh, filter swimming speed.
polymorph, you get to be transformed into something equal to your CR, right? I don't know. I thought it was whatever. It's just that you lose your intellect if it's not that smart. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've turned huge creatures into, like, bugs and stuff. That's true. We, we could try to turn it into something else. That might hey, be the way to go. Turn it into an elemental or a, a fey creature so it will run the hell away. <laughs> Does anybody have polymorph? Yep, uh, Geth. Maybe he could turn us into something like this. Huge dragon, <laughs> 123 hit points. That would work. I'm just worried about it failing if we try to transform it into something else. Oh, trying to transform it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm a willing. You want to be a sea serpent? Sure. <laughs> is polymorph touch or is it ranged? Never had any character that has polymorph. But technically he has he has uh, telekinesis, so he could cast it through his uh, mage hand. That would be good. I didn't know that you could cast spells through your mage hand like that. I thought his character could. Oh. Interesting. He might he might not be able to. He does have 60 feet, though, on polymorph, so. And he could twin it. Oh my gosh, two giant sea serpents. Yep, yep. It's either that or turn uh, turn that creature into something that doesn't breathe water. Yeah, but then it'll die and uh, uh, turn yeah. back to normal. <laughs> yeah. Polymorph OP. <laughs> I didn't even realize, but apparently there's CR8 dragons. Young dragons are CR8. I've been talking, and I, I thought I was unmuted this whole time. Oh, no. <laughs> Isn't a uh, polymorph? Can you turn into, like, dragon creatures and stuff? I thought it could only be done on beasts, but maybe I've got that wrong. I mean, it, it very well could be. I'm 
not overly familiar with polymorph. Clock yeah, magic. any beast whose challenge rating is equal or less than targets. No. Okay, I will change. I will fiddle with my search to make it only include beasts then. I was saying, you know, just turn him into a seahorse. Well, yeah, well, we were talking about thinking that about turning ourselves because that way there would be no mishap; it would happen and not mm-hmm. not happen. Yeah, I've got a plus nine to acrobatics, so like I should be able to get out of the grapple, hopefully. All right, how about this? Huge giant crabs. <laughs> <sighs> or whales again. <laughs> we are not very smart at all. No. <laughs> Sorry it's for the very way dumb back. crab. <laughs> Giant crabs only have 13 hit points, right? Huge giant crabs have 161. I uh, I linked it. Ah, there it is. Because, what a weird name. Huge giant crab. Why not just huge crab or something? (laughs) Sorry, I'm a little late. So, so what does it look like around us? Because I'm getting confused. It it sounds like it's just a giant glowy hole, and that's it. We just see darkness in a glowy hole. Yep. We're basically like floating in a a mid mid ocean thing. Can't see the walls. Can't see the roof. Can't, can't see, see the floor. bottom. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. You're die. in a large opening body of water, um, and in sort of the middle of it is this rift. How big is the rift exactly? Like uh, uh, size-wise, I'd, like, I'd say it's like uh, sixty feet across, but it's like a you know like a a small opening, you know. Okay, so the Enough creature for, itself, you know, oh, go ahead. Could the creature itself come through, or just its tentacles exclusively? You don't know. Right now, only its tentacles seem to be coming through. For escaping restraints and grapples, is that a contested athletics and acrobatics your choice usually? Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, I can try to use my acrobatics to escape. You can use acrobatics to escape. You cannot use acrobatics to try to grab someone. There we go. Um... Oh, that's right. That's what I was looking for. I got to oh, I could! Because there was a snake on my porch. Oh, no. Is it a cool snake? No. Looked like it was just a black racer. Oh, fair enough. Black I mean, racer. it's pretty cool, but, like, you know, pretty common. <clears throat> pretty standard fare. His snake. Is it, is it vicious? Is it deadly? 
No, was I walked chill. right by it. I didn't even notice it at first. So it just played dead, I guess. I guess it didn't. <laughs> it decided not to strike at my heel as I walked by it, so. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful for it. A lot of those are just like garter snakes, though, right? Like, they don't actually have venom. Yeah, a lot of a lot of snakes like that. I don't think black racers are venomous. No, yeah. I, I just googled it. They're not venomous. Just curious. All right, we're scratching Ooh. our heads how to get Jewel out of this. Uh, I think I could definitely do, what do your thing because yeah, it is touch, so I could do it through I would, Tulip. I would recommend if that's something we can do. Mm-hmm. Because then we don't need to risk everyone else, and I can do my thing on my turn, which will make the thing stop coming through, probably. Oops, probably. Put it in the wrong. Okay. And, uh, like, theoretically, both Oma and Lavender can swim through, give it a couple smacks, and then swim away. But they might also just want to not do that. I don't know. Oh, just make sure lag. you're on this side. A little tiny boy. Oh, that's so cute! He's just a little boy. Real skinny. Yeah, he's hanging out in the corner. Just needs the heat. Or to get away from the heat, I don't know. Get away from the heat, yeah. Okay. So, we playing? Yeah. We playing, boys Mm -hmm. and girls? Mm -hmm. Gents. Are you lovely fellows, folks? Alright. So, uh, it is still the creature's. No, it is Oma's turn. So did the uh, the tentacle pulled her in? Correct. Oh, Tulip wouldn't be on her right now because he tried to swim and got spun around. Yeah, Tulip's gone. Tulip's off her. Okay. I gotta, t- I gotta take off the Tulip symbol on. Uh, well, I'm gonna go in after her. I know that's bad, but I can't leave her in the glowing thing. So, uh, I swim in again, trying to see if I can get get a hold of her. Alright. You see her being sort of corralled upward Try and grab her. Try and yep. pull her loose. Pull okay. her loose. Make a contested strength. Um, Can I, I use my athletics? Have, yes, you could use your athletics. And then I have disadvantage, you said. Correct? Okay. Ooh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> one was a natural 20, and the other one is a 2. Plus a billion? <laughs> uh, you don't know my stat block. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's pretty much plus a billion. 17 uh, for Oma, it looks like. I I miss it. I don't... You beat me. Even with my... Even with my... Because um... this is technically a saving throw, right? Isn't that how I'd play it? Yeah. Uh, no, it's a, it'd be a strength check. Well, meet or beat. Yeah. No, I, I, either way, I don't beat it. 
Okay, well, uh, then uh, I'm going to try to get her out of there. Like, with whatever movement I still have Uh, left. I'm going to say you probably don't have enough movement to pull her through the... Go, Oma. You got me loose. That's all I need. Then then I'm going to try to get out. Without her? Yeah, if she's if she's already loose and I can't drag her, then I'm I'm gonna try to get out. Okay, you don't quite bake. You're just on the cusp. You're okay. just at the portal's edge, still on the other side. Okay. Uh, it is now going to take a legendary action, <laughs> and it expels an ink cloud in a forty foot radius. Um, this black viscous ichor just secretes and explodes outward. Um, I need Jewel and Rose, uh, Jewel and Oma to make constitution saving throws. With Lavender on the other side of the thing, does he have to do it too? He is right next to the portal. Yeah. So, yeah, I say he has to do it too. Oh, that would mean Tulip would too, because Tulip was right up there too. Is she is she within ten feet of me? Yes, she's within okay. ten feet of you. All right, then she gets the bonus of my charisma, which is a three. Okay. On saving throw. So oh, checking. Yeah. Load faster. Okay. Oh, Lavender. Lavender. And. Lavender's the only one that makes it. Yep. Uh, everyone else, you um, take plus three. So that's a that's a fifteen for Rosebud. Why did Rosebud have? To I mean, not Rosebud, tulip. but tulip. Uh, tulip. Uh, it doesn't matter because you would take half damage. <laughs> My boy. <laughs> so, if correct me if I'm wrong, you only have one HP. Hold right? on, I gotta double check this. One minus four. One d four minus. Sorry, one. I got two hit points. <laughs> you got two HP. Okay. High roller. Yeah. All right. Two HP. I gotta stop there. sending tulip in. <laughs> so, uh, you take thirteen points of damage. Uh, everyone except Lavender who takes seven. Poof. Bye, Tulip. And his little armor is just sinking down now, featuring the the ring. (laughs) It has the ring on it? It always has the ring on it. (laughs) I thought you gave that to someone. Oh, they gave it back. So this is poison damage, but it doesn't say that you are poisoned. Okay. So it just says you take poison damage. Because normally uh, it'll say specifically if you're poisoned. I'm too far Levender, away to do Lavender, grab Tulip's armor. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could, actually. Lavender's turn! He sees Tulip... Well, he barely <laughs> is aware of Tulip popping near him. Yeah. Actually, squeaks um, of agonies. Sorry, you don't see Tulip. Don't see Tulip. Oh, no. Because it's the cloud, cloud spreads around the corners and the area is heavily obscured.
Assuming that all of the action on the other side of the portal is happening about 20 feet away from it, ish. I, I don't actually know. You can answer me that, Pedro. The ink cloud is 40 feet, right? Mm-hmm. So there'd be 20 feet. So he'd get out of the ink cloud in 20 some odd feet. Correct. And can I see with just passive perception 14 if he would see this armor with the ring that he knows is valuable floating down below on the ink cloud going into the depths? I mean, they'd, everybody would see it the moment it dropped out of the ink cloud because yeah. it's just sinking. Everyone would see it the moment it dropped out. Um... Uh, yeah, I mean, if you would notice a small little ring, then... I mean, it's it. the only thing, right? It's the whole like, set of armor. It's the whole, right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, Tulip, no! It. And he'll go for Tulip, I guess, because metagaming <laughs> rescuing the ring. And that'll take the rest of his movement. He'll use his bonus action. Or he'll use his action for movement if he needs to. And he's got a lot. Like, he can move in one turn if we need him to. 125 feet. Yeah, so, it definitely does not take 125 feet. That's if he uses Step of the Wind. Yeah, so. no, not at all. It, it's You probably need to take, you know, you need to swim underneath the cloud, which would be like, and catch Another it. 30. Which would probably yeah. be like 10, 15 more feet. Cool. Since, you know, well, shove okay. it. a little bit more because you got to go back yeah. the way you came, kind of. So we'll say 30 feet of movement. Because you gotta go back. So he's essentially twenty some odd feet underneath the this cloud portal. now. Okay. Yeah, and the, yeah, the cloud and the portal. So yeah, none of you guys see what's going on. You only see the sort of ink cloud around this portal now. Yeah, that basically shuts me down from doing anything. That's uh, so that's Lavender's turn. Uh, Josh, if you wouldn't mind keeping track of where your ring and armor is, Rosebud. You're up. Rose, yeah, it's. Uh, I'll, I'll write it here one, real quick. Uh, uh, in Lavenders. I just held that, whatever. Well, um, I can see nothing. The last thing I did get to see was. Well, the last thing I saw was this poof of stuff, and then I felt my connection with. Um, Tulip Sever. I'm gonna start swimming towards it as best I can. Well, I don't know do the you, state of my companions. Can you reach the cloud? I'm 60 no, feet away. No, he's got he's so, got 15 uh, feet of movement for his regular yeah. move. Yep. So you move your 45 feet away from this cloud. And if you want to use your action as well, I guess Josh to dash away from Geth, who is trying yeah, to help uh, you swim. <laughs> I will do so. Do I need to do an athletics to swim in armor or something? Do you have freedom of movement? Nope. nope. Yep. I would say this is a struggle for you, so yeah. Why don't you just roll one athletics check for me, and then you don't have to roll again. Twelve. Yeah, you're able to swim. It's a struggle, but, you know, you can do it. Okay, so I get uh, 30 feet closer, so I'm still 15 feet away from the cloud. Okay. That's a turn. Top of the round. Jewel of the Mountain. Anything that has to happen for top of the round? No. Okay. 
Then, so, Jewel gets released, almost starts swimming away. She goes to follow her in all of a sudden darkness. So, Jewel is just going to keep swimming. She's just headed the the same direction she already saw Oma in. And she's putting on the speed, like... She, she had a, a round of zero movement, so she can use her feline agility again. She's like, I think it's this direction, and she's just going for it. Okay. And she's hoping to run into Oma, and then when she hits Oma, I mean, Oma was only like ten feet away. Make, so a, gonna... make a luck check. Just d- roll a d20. Yeah, you run into Oma. Okay. She's gonna grab Oma, and she's gonna keep going. Okay. So she has... 180 feet of movement. So half of that. Half that if she's dragging Oma with her. So 90 feet of getting the heck out of there. Which would realistically be like 80 feet because you took a little bit to move. Yeah. So 80 feet after grabbing Oma. So yeah, so they're gonna get through the rift, through the cloud, and out and probably past Rosebud at this point. (laughs) So you, you guys look out, yeah, there's just like this little bit of like ripple in the ink cloud, and all of a sudden there's Jewel hauling ass out of there with Oma towed along behind her. As you are hauling ass, the last thing you hear and see is this sort of electrical current as sparks begin to gather, and electricity begins to gather around this creature. You. And the, the ink cloud sort of lights up, almost like uh, lightning. Obscured by crap by clouds, and you're out of the portal. Uh, okay. Um, so at this point, I will just tell you my objectives because I don't know how the turn order with us on, unable to do, see. Uh, yeah. it is going to strike out at Lavender. Okay, he's he's twenty reaction. some odd b- below the portal. Oh, right? that's right. Okay, um, and you are how far uh, in front of the portal? You're fifteen feet in front of the portal, Rosebud, right? Uh, I'm technically you're fifteen uh, feet I, in front of the ink cloud, which is yeah. would be thirty five from the portal. I think we said First. it was about twenty from the portal. Okay, uh, yeah, because originally I started at sixty. I was able to move thirty feet closer to the portal. Yeah, so he's 10 feet away from the ink cloud and 30 feet from the rift, roughly. Uh-huh. Okay. Halfway there. So, uh, okay, so go ahead, Oma, or excuse me, Geth. So my intent is to call out... So, like, end goal here is I'm going to move so that I position myself approximately... A uh, hundred and ten feet away from where the portal would have been, uh, even though I can't see it. But I'm gonna call out and say, "Rosebud, what are you, what are you doing?" <laughs> and uh, so I will have. I was about sixty some odd feet away, so I get to move. Move action bonus action would get me thirty five feet additional, so I'm roughly ninety five feet away from the portal if I use all my actions, and that will theoretically be my turn, but only because I don't know what Rosebud is doing and I can't catch up. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, I could do that. I will bonus action pull him. That's a good point. Uh, so he's thirty feet away from me. I will utilize my telekinetic shove to uh or telekinetic pull to 
opposed strength save, I guess, of DC 15. Nah, he, he's used to you pushing and pulling him in combat. If he <laughs> okay. feels that happening, he'll just let it happen. Yeah. Be like, gather up, we'll, we'll find... We'll find Lavender. Oh, there he is. He's right down there. I'm assuming you're going to find Lavender in the ink cloud. <laughs> okay, so I'm 90 feet away from the portal now if, for my turn. And I have int- my overall intent, just in case we get out of combat range and everything, is to be 110 feet away from the portal and do something. Okay. So you are far. Uh, this creature, none of you guys have eyes on it anymore. Correct. Uh, but the cloud begins to dissipate. And you see this sort of shadowy sort of creature beyond it, like a sliver, you know? You only see like a window into this very large creature. It can't okay. get through the portal. Not at this okay. size. It's still reaching through every now and then. Given a little yeah, you see wiggle, the tentacles wiggle. sort of probing, but it uh, none of you guys are within 20 feet of it, so it cannot reach you. Okay, so if we all want to go through combat actions, that's great, but Geth does have something he's trying. Okay. If anyone else wants to do Stay away from it. <laughs> yeah, after seeing everybody out now, I'm swimming back to Geth. Okay, so it's everyone's like gathering me. up to me, which is yeah. my goal of being about a total of 110 feet away from the portal. Okay. Now that the ink cloud is dissipated, I'm going to say, oh, I hope this works. And... Oh, I don't have a... Oh, here it is. And cast a spell I haven't used before. And I will... Let me just make sure I can do this. So I can see tentacles poking through. I can see movement of a creature on the other side. Up to ten minutes. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to be really mean if this works. And cast Sickening Radiance with a extended spell metamagic. So for the next 20 minutes, there is, shooting it through the portal, a 40-foot radius sphere of sickening radiance. And this is an area of effect? This is an area of effect. It's a 30-foot radius sphere centered on a point that I choose, which would have been just on the other side of the portal. Okay. So, essentially a 60-foot bubble of 20 minutes sickening radiance. Uh, okay, I... What's the DC spell save? It's so for, for all intents okay. and purposes, like go ahead and do the first one. It's going to be a DC 17 spell save against constitution. Right. So but I do, is, I do save, but obviously this creature is going to want to move. Yeah, exactly. It's going to so. be 20 minutes. So it's going to be 120 rounds. If it stays into it, that it yeah. would have to save. And if it doesn't move away right away, it's going to take a certain amount of damage and get exhaustion. Sure. And when it hits six exhaustion, rules is written, it's dead. <laughs> no, it, so. it's it's definitely going to move. It just can't move yet. It's not its turn. Okay, cool. So I'm doing that. I'm Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you see... You don't even see anything anymore. You just see this massive glob of light. Um, and if I save the spell, do I take half damage or not at all? 
Uh, you don't take any. From oh, I don't take any. It. Yeah, it doesn't say I don't take any. Okay, so it doesn't take any damage. But, uh, yeah, it's not happy there. You could hear it's sort of ethereal screeching. Yep. And it has to resave every round, right? Um... Yeah, so until it moves away, it's got to... Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, otherwise, Jules just going to be hanging on the edge of, you know, if she can see a tentacle, she'll take pot shots at it with uh, Eldritch Blast, but beyond that, she's not doing anything. She's not getting close uh, to this yeah, thing anymore. Yeah, okay, so if you'd like, you can... I mean, uh, you don't see any tentacles anymore, because they've all sort of recoiled in once this light thing has has come around. In fact... I'd say you probably this is a how how long is this? This is a thirty foot radius, so it, you could you could you could still see the the sort of edges of this creature from beyond the radius of this spell. So if you want to make pot shots at its body, you mm-hmm. can. She's got a hundred and twenty feet of range on Eldritch Blast, so she's gonna be sitting at like the very edge of that. Sure. Uh, range to yes, yeah, so you could technically swim item. closer to the portal and yeah, she'll get, get just range. close enough, but yeah, no, she's not getting anywhere near that sickening radiance. But she'll okay. she'll take a couple shots at it, just you know. Oh, she's ticked at this thing. Uh, it's so bright that it just messes with your aim that first time. But you sort of mm-hmm. take a moment and you shrug off that sort of blinding light. You adjust yourself and you're able to hit with that second attack. So for eight force damage, and does the hex bonus also four. work? Okay. Yep. So that's so twelve damage four. total. Okay. So for all intents and purposes, are we're out of its range? Jewel's doing a little bit of like piss off sort of nat shots, and we're kind of just. We've got a little bit of time to talk, theoretically. Sure. Yeah, six seconds. Um, so, right now. So, I'm going to make my, my next save. Okay. okay. I pass. Okay, so nothing happens. Uh, so but at this it point, is, it doesn't even you, necessarily know it's damaging it. <laughs> right, but at this, but you see this thing disappear from the lip of this uh, rift. So you no longer see it on the other side. Okay. As it disappears into the into the plane of water. Everyone, I can I can hold this back for a little while, a, f- a few minutes, but uh, not much more after that. Uh, how do we... Now, do we know anything, or would we know anything about anything to be able to close the portal? Make an arcana. May I join on this? Thinking oh, I'm not. Through. I'm not gonna roll. Uh, but okay. I just want to like whoever would know this. I I wouldn't say that I would know anything other than the portals that we've had interactions with in the past, which is just that one. That's why I kept saying like, is there a mechanic? Is there anything sure. like that? So any arcane, I can. I'll try. But uh, all right, and Rosebud, make a history check for me. Okay, uh, I was going to do a guidance, but yeah, I can do a history check. Uh, guidance on me or you? It was going to be on whoever looked like they were thinking the hardest. I am concentrating and thinking at the same time, apparently, and I might use my ability. I'll just call <laughs> it out now. 
Um, I will use my ability because I can. How many? <laughs> how many zeros am I going to get in Rosebud's adventuring career? <laughs> Too many. Um, so I'm utilizing this. I just need to. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> Rosebud, you're just like in shock. You can't really think straight right now. Um, I'm rolling my Arcana again because I don't feel like that's going to be high enough. Rosebud's shook. He's like seen his friends like disappearing into this portal and like wondering if they're dead. And now all of a sudden everything's good for the moment, but there's this huge creature lurking beyond the rift. And yeah, yeah. we're not safe yet. <laughs> I can keep it at bay for a little while. So plus, plus I just oh. got Tulip back. And he's dead again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel like with Tobias, honestly, all yeah. the time. <laughs> I understand Tobias's problems now. Yeah. Rips this is why Squeaks doesn't go into combat <laughs> stuff very often. I need to just get him a, like a, a hamster ball or something that's just made of pure metal. So Then he might be safe. Here's how I'd like to describe it here, Pedro. Uh, Geth is just thinking about keeping his friends safe. He's watching Jewel swim around the radius of the glowing first-time cast of this sickening radiance, and he's getting a little worried. He's feeling the arcane energies interacting with the portal as this radiant damage attacks any creature in the radius, but uh, he's, he's thinking real hard with a 21 uh, total on uh, what we might be able to do in this situation. Any Any hints from his recesses of innate arcane knowledge um we do have time to check how far the ceiling is for a collapse and that's that's mostly the thing that he's looking at is if there's if there's any way to collapse the portal whether that be through well collapse the cave or the portal if there's like if we could pour magical essence into a certain spot if that would weaken it or strengthen it and that's he's got that chunk of time uh you have heard of these rifts occurring naturally. Uh, you have also heard of these rifts occurring unnaturally through incantation spells uh, by a person or a group, which you personally have experience with. Um, and you you have heard that there are spells that would need to be like ritually cast to get to, to close the rift, but you don't know any Uh, to be honest that is like beyond you yeah that's fair to be honest everyone i i think we might just need to retreat and that uh that scholar the uh lore keeper they may need to deal with this we can aid but i i don't think this thing is something that we can deal with I can only hold this for 19 more minutes to keep it at bay. <laughs> anyway, that's my turn. Well, I got nothing. Maybe we can... Which language? In? What hmm? was that, Rosebud? Maybe we can cave in the entrance again? At least give us time, at the very least? That could be true. Um... Pedro, how do you want to handle this? Because we're still technically in combat, but I'm virtually just holding this for my full duration. I mean, you have you have 20 minutes to, to talk it out, so there's yeah. definitely some time for you to brainstorm. 
And like with Jewel essentially taking pot shots at it until it pisses off. Fire. Oh, it's Jewel, already like disappeared from view. It's right? already disappeared from view. Yeah. Have I ever closed any portal or planar rip or anything? Oh, uh, I, I don't think you have closed any yet. All right. You've collected items, uh, and you've banished creatures, but you. I don't think you've encountered a portal yet, have you? Aside from the ones that you encounter with the party? I don't know. That's why I was asking. Because I had I to mean, train, I, so I, I didn't I know if that was I like a part that of decision it. for you. Can I... While this conversation's going on, I'm going to carefully remove my... Actually, I can do this. Oh, but I'm a slow swimmer. I'm going to carefully remove my headband that has the... Um, the eternal flame on it and ask Lavender to see how far the ceiling is above us. Go back to the entry, follow okay. the wall up and see how far it is. Okay. So Lavender, Lavender does that. Uh, and it takes not too long. You see, it's about 200 feet up. 250 feet up, I'd say. Yeah. So I can see him as he goes along with the light. And watch him go along the edge, far off in the distance. Yeah, you can't see him, because he's... You're not by the door, right? Well, but I'm just saying, like, in darkness, he's got a light, so I can see the light moving. Oh, yeah, you see this very small light sort of move up. Yeah, I don't don't see what he's doing, but I just get the idea, like, okay, there he is. He's going up along. He's now curved up. Okay, there's the ceiling. Has anybody tried deal. firing anything at the portal itself? No, other than my sickening radiance that's going off right now. No, I mean like actually shooting the portal, not just putting something by the portal. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Can we do an Eldritch Blast at the portal? You could certainly try. Oma mentions it. Jewel will happily point one at it. Okay, so you point an Eldritch Blast... Um, I'm not going to make you roll because, I mean, realistically, you could just kind of keep going for 20 minutes until you hit this thing. Um, <laughs> so you see the portal sort of spark and shimmer as it gets hit with this arcane energy. Um, make one, make an arcana check, one of you guys. Uh, I can do that again because I'm, I've just was reviewing my spells and I don't actually need to use any actions to maintain this. It's just concentration. So I'll uh, check it out. And um, with that same vein, uh, I would also be utilizing a little bit of firebolt from a range to see if some interactions happen. So there's double, double chance. I'm going to might use my thing. Uh, So no, that's good enough. Um, a total of 19? Maybe I should roll again. No. That's oh, wait. Okay. Isn't there... Never mind. It's I forgot Emboldening Bond from Lavender is something else. Yeah, 19. You, from a layman's perspective, uh, at this distance, the portal doesn't seem to change in size or shape. As you sort of blast energy at it. Uh, Fair enough. Why don't Uh, we hit it with a stick? (laughs) 
I will pull out my crossbow. Swish, swish. And, uh, no, don't go into the radius. Oh my god. Retrieve. Yeah, I killed him. I'll retrieve my crossbow and take a couple shots at that for a round. Um, it's piercing damage. I think it's just going to go through the portal, though. Yeah, it would just go through the portal. It's not... Okay. And, uh... Lavender, uh, can you check the rest of the area? Uh, just see if there's any fur. Is this a hollow... Is it hollow? Is this area... Is the depth about 200 and some odd as well? Like, well, where does it go? Do we have any any markings on the wall? Any Anything at all that might be summoning this? You... Do you go down? Lavender would, yeah, because he's Lavender got Lavender goes down. And down. 100 feet. 200 feet. 300 feet. 400 feet. Okay. Make a, make uh, a perception check. Uh, <laughs> it's getting a bit further than... Yeah, that's fair, but... Perception check with... Uh, Lavender is perception. I don't think he gets anything for this. Just a high roll, 22. Lavender notices that there is a bit of a faint warm current the further down he goes and as he follows this current um, he feels that there's a bit of sort of heightened magic the further down he goes He'll stop, I guess, and come back to relay that. So, realistically, this would have probably taken eight minutes, six, eight minutes, somewhere in there, to do, like, the whole thing. So I've got about uh, 12 minutes left on the sickening radiance to keep the thing at bay. Okay. You probably wouldn't have to come all the way up. I'd do the the usual thing of, hello? Hello with message. <laughs> so okay. he, he says How's it that he, 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 uh, he relays that he, he feels that there's sort of the, the water is sort of tainted with more potent magic the further he goes down. I would like to suggest we retreat to the tunnel and conspire with the remainders of the crew if they're still present. We can look further, but I do like Jules' idea of collapsing the tunnel or, or Oma's um, or Rosebud's. Well, I don't, don't Rosebud remember looks at the girl, looks down. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I was a little busy focusing. Sorry. Uh, and uh, we, we could investigate further, but maybe that lorekeeper already did. We should check with them if they're around. It sucks that we lost Bashir. I personally think maybe we should investigate now. We don't know if the portal will widen and if it will get through completely. This may be our only chance. 
It's so true. You said there is stuff underneath that's maybe like the pillars. Uh, get, uh, Lavender will call up, call up through message and say, yes, it made my bits tingly. I could sense something in the air <laughs> of the water. Yes, there were there was bit tinglage, <laughs> according to Lavender. But we, we still not find anything. It's too dark. It's too far. Uh, I haven't... Uh, why don't you come join me? If it comes to an emergency, I can always cast Water Walk and shoot us up. So here's here's what I'm going to do. This is like from a... From a um, my perspective on the... Geth and the Rosebud situation of us being real shitty in the water. I'm going to convert a little bit of mana uh, into sorcery points. Thank you. And uh, then I'm going to use... I'm, I'm burning through a lot of shit, everyone. Uh, oh, I. you know what? Sorry, I'm just... I'm just mixing myself up here one sec. So I started with 28, I lost 4. Lost... Oh, shit. Who's in there? Sorry, I was checking some. Yeah, um... Isn't free, to... Is freedom of movement concentration or not? No, it's not. It's, okay, uh, that's what I want to check. Yeah, freedom of movement is... Shouldn't be concentration. No, it's not concentration. That's why I used it. Okay. Um, so... What I'll actually do... I'm just trying to resource manage. Sorry, everyone. I'm going to convert two of those. I think that puts me at this mount. So then that puts that there. And then I'm going to utilize two... The resources are basically the same. I'm going to burn a lot. Uh, eight. This basically put me out of commission, though. I think Sorry. we should. 14. I mean, if everybody's talking about like you know, uh, running out of stuff, uh, Jewel will suggest that you know maybe we should go and get some help from the. Uh, I kind of chased everybody away. The people. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, but this is their you know their home, so that they, they yeah. might have a vested interest in helping us close this portal or otherwise uh, fix this issue. That's fine. I'm I'm committed. She doesn't to want this, everybody so. to put themselves in danger for these other people who all ran away. So. But not so, everyone has freedom of movement. So, not everyone, but I'm I'm essentially doing like a bunch of casts. So, there's approximately 40 minutes, 40 40 plus mi- no, 50 minutes left of freedom of movement on Oma and Lavender, and I've just put two hours of freedom of movement on myself and Rosebud. Okay. So, Rosebud, you should no longer need to be so restrained, but uh, if we need to investigate now, um, I I will be here to support. I I can keep the concentration on my spell for another ten minutes or so, so we should check it quickly. Well, what do you say, Alma? You've been rather silent about it. If there is a possibility 
that there's something down there we can do. I'm for it, but we will... I, I do not think going back and getting them involved will help. It will just lead to more slaughter. Besides, I do not know what our standing will be. The vendor had the right thoughts of it, but they may not think of us attacking the altered CL as anything but well, treason or betrayal. Unfortunately, I kind of, kind of scared them away with uh, uh, they probably would not like me no more. Does them being scared away not indicate that they might have been corrupt in some way anyways? But they I thought were, it, it's, it's complicated. If if you're touched by any kind of planar, which elves are touched by fey, they were fey at one time. They have since changed, but unfortunately it affects them. Just like it would affect uh, an angel if it appeared. I could tell it to go away as well. If it was a uh, demon, I could tell it to go away. An elemental? Yes. So you're, you're, you're good at telling things to go away then? If it does not belong on this plane of existence, it cannot stay. Let us let us investigate. I think that we should at least take a few minutes swim to this tingly bits as Lavender put it and uh, check check if there's any means of disabling this portal because that is quite terrifying on that other side Rosebud's going to swim right next to Geth I descend <laughs> I descend too then so mm-hmm. I gotta Same be here. within range of people now because I don't have two left. Rules gone long with. All right. I just want to set a precedence before we move too far. Um, Geth intends to return if we don't find anything within like six plus minutes because he wants to have a little bit of the sickening radiance still going so we can get by and get out of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So we have this a, would a essentially give us. Going. Yeah, this so would essentially give, give us, like, me, five a, to six minutes of investigation right now. Alright, so give me a give me a head count, a hard count of how far you can travel down in five minutes. The slowest of us, if we if we send scouting, um, Lavender and uh, Jewel could go much faster than us, but the majority of the party will be essentially, with actions, um, 60 feet of movement per round so if you want a hard number per minute that is um, 10 rounds say again uh, 10 rounds per minute 600 feet per minute yeah for the, slowest, for the slowest of us and the okay. fastest jewel god help us with how fast <laughs> you can go uh 90 90 feet per round. Longer if she decided to buff herself, but she probably wouldn't leave anybody behind with the occasional uh, boost of speed. So is it the occasional boost is every half turn, right? No, no. She, the the occasional boost is only like, you know, she hasn't moved for a round is when it recharges. Oh, so it'll thing. basically be 90 times 10, so 900 yeah. feet. 
Yep. She doesn't have long strider or anything like that. Lavender's right now, also so. ninety. No, Lavender's technically, if he uses a couple key points, well, basically nine hundred feet per round for, for Lavender and Jewel. So, uh, the faster of you go down. Jewel probably wouldn't, like, leave the rest of the group behind because she doesn't know what's coming. And I think last time she, you know, ran on ahead of everybody, it didn't turn out so well. So she's probably going to, you know, stay on the slower side and, like, wait for everybody to move together. Okay. So... As you reach around 800 feet, the water feels heavy and slimy. And it sort of tastes foul on your lips. And you get the idea that if you didn't have water breathing, that you would probably be vomiting out this water. And in the darkness, you can start to see a bottom. At around a thousand feet, you see a single black onyx pillar. And around this pillar are carved creatures that look fey and ancestral in nature. And they are holding these three urns, one in each, hand and the urns are all pointed towards this black obelisk and in the center of the black obelisk you see a skeleton long dead humanoid shape What do you do? Um, I cough underwater because even though <laughs> we have underwater breathing, this tastes not so good. Uh, I look over at uh, Lavender and Jewel, who can move faster, and say, um, even if that thing is... Whatever that is is long dead. That looks like one of those pillars from Izagani's location, does it not? Yeah, it does. The runes, at least. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna, while they're talking, I'm gonna reach out and try dispel magic again. This time, targeting the pillar. Are we that close to it? What's the range on that? 120 feet. Oh, okay. Uh, roll. 
Okay, sorry, I just got to get the advanced dice roller up again. Twenty-six. Nice. You, yeah, you cast dispel magic, uh, and with a twenty-six, the urns, the three urns that are centered around this obelisk, begin to flicker and pop. And all at once, there's this sort of shuddering, like, shockwave of current that pushes outward from the pillar. I feel like I should have made a speech that time. It actually worked. What did you do? I was sorry, I was talking to Lavender and... Jewel, I wasn't looking your way. <laughs> I, I tried the same thing on as I did on the portal itself. I tried to dispel it. This time targeting the pillar. And, Pedro, you said there was a shockwave. Like, if we were close, it would have hurt us? No, I mean, it's just, I'm just, there was just a like a ripple pressure rippled out. Not like a bolt. And the, and the urns popped? Yeah. The urns seemed to be Rosebud and yeah, Geth too, because you're more magical minded. The urns seemed to be conduits that were feeding energy into this pillar. Uh, well, uh, Jewel, yep. Quick question. If your center point of sickening radiance was on the other side of the portal, do we see any change in the light coming from the portal above us? I honestly don't think we could see it in the darkness down here. Yeah, like, did, we're like a thousand feet, right? So um, Yeah, okay. water does water diffracts pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But would he still would you still feel the connection to your spell? Um I don't that's sort of a wishy-washy thing, right? Like, If your spell's suddenly on another plane and completely cut off from you, like, does it still exist? Well, but, like, I don't have a... It's kind of like... I've so always you have imagined... concentration is some kind of, like, tether to your brain, right? I suppose. I, I've kind of always imagined concentration for, for spells like this as, like... I don't know. It's it's kind of a wishy-washy one there, honestly, Pedro. I don't know if I would be able to get forced feedback through a concentration spell of damage without visually seeing it, right? You know? Uh-huh. I could be, like, imagining and, and putting the same level of concentration in the spell, but it's gone. Someone dispels it, and I wouldn't know necessarily. Uh-huh. If I'm not looking at it. Uh-huh. Would you know if it was dispelled or not? That's the question. Ah, uh, the internet. Let's find out. <laughs> Uh, I would say that since it's a concentration, I would err on the side of you knowing that the spell... Okay, well, we can do that. I mean, the thing is, just because the... Just because, like, it's on a different plane of existence, like... If it was, if that was the deciding factor, then you wouldn't, have, you would not have been able to feel it, even with the portal open, because technically it was on another plane of existence. 
Hmm. Regardless of whether or not you saw it. Random posts on the internet says rules is written up to the DM's discretion. This person rules. If it's concentration, typically you can feel it. And if it's not, you'd have to be able to see the effect ending. So I cannot tell if freedom of movement is ending because it is not concentration by this mm-hmm. logic. But sure. fair enough. Okay. I mean, I I don't disagree with that logic. I I would think that you would have some sort of tether to the spell. So and I did center uh, it on the other side of that portal. But you did center it on the other. You can tell the spell is still going. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But uh, as to whether or not the, you know, the portal itself is closed, you can't tell yet. Okay. I I can still feel the energy flowing right now, Jewel. Uh, would would you and Lavender man, mind doing a, a little bit of a wide circle? Uh, just, you can take the Eternal Flame again and see if there's any other of these pillars on the bottom here. We've got quite a radius, five, six hundred feet in this cavern from uh-huh. if it's the same as the above so okay and she will cast long strider on herself at this point just because if they're going to be doing so much running around so that will boost her from a 30 foot standard movement to 40 foot standard movement <laughs> so that means 120 movement on a normal round 240 if she decides to go speedy okay but normally, that if she wanted to do, you know, ten rounds of movement for her, would be one thousand two hundred feet now. Oh, so then if you're going to do that, Lavender would stay more in the center here, while you take the light, so that he could swim to you if something goes wrong. Because okay. if you're doing a circumference, you know. Yeah, he can do like an inner circle. She'll do an outer circle, kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. So that you'll need to take more movement in order to get around the theoretical space so um while she's swimming up could i take a look at the corpse that's like on the pillar uh i'll actually stop rosebud from moving up until after like if you're trying to move towards it until after we look around the area to see if there's more of these pillars around i don't want anyone approaching the the thing (laughs) if you you move to stop him he'll acknowledge that just just hold the hold the moment rosebud i just i don't I want to make sure that Jewel and Lavender come back saying that this is the only one. Uh, as you... As you, uh, Jewel, go about scouring, um, you see that there is another one. Same setup as before. Okay. She's gonna, like, wave her, the the light in, like, you you know, pattern so that everybody knows that she's, like, signaling. In a pattern? Like, she's just, like, waving it in, like, a big arc to be, like, you know, she's trying to get people's attention. Okay. It's not just, you know, the, the light bobbing along as she's moving, it's, like, you know, a purposeful, you know, back and forth movement. And... By theory, the reason I didn't want to move closer to the pillar was to see if anything else was there, so that display would definitely catch our attention, so mm-hmm. move towards her. Yep. Okay. yep. As soon as they reach, she's going to keep going and see if she can find more. Okay. Uh, and 
you meet up with, uh, well, you don't meet up with him, but, um, Lavender, uh, you come across a third one. And as you come across this third one, same similar as the one that you saw before, Lavender, you hear this sort of strange voice in your head, Lavender. And it has this sort of guttural, sort of wet, slapping sound to its voice. And it says, Friend, what are you doing in my home? And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. And just to be clear, Lavender was following Jewel around. He wasn't technically going too much far away. It made it, you made up. it sound like Lavender was separate. I was under the impression that Lavender was separate. He, he is separate. So if you imagine a clock, Jewel being the furthest away hand and Lavender being the closer hand. And they were sort of going in tandem because Jewel could go faster than him and they were sweeping the area because it's like a 500 some odd feet area or whatever, right? So, so they, they were kind of parallel going around. Oh, well, my mistake. I thought That's that, okay. we could I thought just... that you had said that they had like explored different parts of the cavern. Yeah, the, the intent was just to keep them close together. So, with that being said, Jewel and Lavender would come across this third one as yeah, they were looking I for mean, it. I mean, I guess, yeah, it doesn't Same really thing. change anything. <laughs> yeah, um, I just wanted to make sure that Jewel was close-ish, because the group went over to the second one, uh-huh. and then just making sure that Lavender's not alone, which was the intent on that. Okay. Um. So here's a voice, and makes a wisdom save. Uh-huh. Boop, boop, boop. Boop a doop, sorry, Wes, we're not going to kill your person, I hope. Probably. I've got Revivify, don't worry. <laughs> Only ten for wisdom for uh Lavender's score I actually chose from his. Um does he have something cool because he's a monk? I don't think he does for this sort of stuff. No, he doesn't. I think that's it. She's just got a ten. Okay. Um Lavender. You Glance around, and you see, swimming out of the darkness, sort of up from this outcropping of rock, is this multi-tentacled, almost squid-like or shrimp-like creature with a large open maw with rows of teeth and three eyes in the center of its head, one atop the other. Uh, would he have be able to what? react? Would he be able to say anything? Or Yeah, you can speak telepathically to this creature. Okay. 
Uh, oh, uh, you're home. It's uh, quite yes. lovely down here. It is quite lovely, isn't it? And Come closer. He, is he compelled to do so? He is. Oh, that sounds like a great Let's idea. Let's keep this between us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if there's, if the compelling is magical, oh, oh no, he doesn't. He's not a half elf. He doesn't have anything to save him with this. Nope. Yep. Um. So, other than Jewel being theoretically within a hundred some odd feet of him, uh, he has no no reason to not do this. Uh-huh. Uh Yes. Yes. Tell me. What are you doing here, Lavender? Uh, well, I am currently trying to help my friends. We are, uh, we just had a little battle with some sushi, and, uh, we don't have much more time before we have to go up and return to the tunnel to see, uh, see the brother king and sister queen and the lore keeper oh well I think Lavender that you and I are friends now and perhaps since you're so keen on helping your friends that you'd like to help me oh yes certainly that makes perfect sense and with that, we will end the session. <laughs> okay. Should I roll a perception just to see if Jewel has, like, noticed any of this yet? I mean, he is... Roll it oh, it's all session. mental, right? Yeah. Okay. You can roll it at the top of the next session. Um, yeah. So now... Uh, okay. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so... So proud. I'm like, I did it. I did the dispel magic. And, like, and there's another pillar and another pillar. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> hey, you're on the right track though. Yeah. I just, I just remembered that there was so many at the dragon thing, right? There was there three were or four. four. Yeah. Four. four that we had to do. We we'll found say, three at this place. So I, I, I will say, Rosebud, the only reason that that worked was because you rolled so high. I had a you feeling. Would have, you would have had to probably have found another way to figure out. I mean, you could, you probably would have ended up having to destroy the obelisk in order to get to stop, but like, which you is had divine possible, grace. Yeah. But you had a really high roll, whereas I, I was like, just any normal, like, dispel magic wouldn't, wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do the trick, yeah. Wouldn't do the trick, which is why I had you roll. And you rolled mm. high. You rolled a 26. So, you got um, it. I do have a question, and this is sort of out of character knowledge from the first campaign. Yeah. Were the, were those obsidian? Yep. But, okay, so the first ones were obsidian, so this one is a little different. But it does feel like it's got the same sort of vibe going. Oh, it's a hundred, because there's the obsidian in the swamps, remember? Yep, exactly. Yeah. What symbol makes sense for saying mind control? This one? Yeah, that kind of does. He's grabbing his oh. head. <laughs> well, well, I guess now that everything's done, I guess I could tell you what these creatures are, huh? Or do you, would you like to uh, wait? Yeah, are we talking about the creatures that have... Um, which creatures are we talking about? 
I mean, it's only fair that I at least tell you what took Lavender. Well, I mean, it's okay. We trust you. I mean, mean, it's it's a tentacled, three-eyed monster. That's what we know so far. Yeah, I I guess I kind of guess what it is, but like you have, yeah, I have an idea of what it is. So yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you guys kind of have notions. Mm-hmm. And did you guys, can you guys tell what, I will, could you guys tell what you were fighting, I'm assuming? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That that one was, I was excited to <laughs> no, kill it, but also we probably I, I couldn't. What, what is it? Kraken. Kraken. Oh, Kraken. Okay. We were big Kraken. Colossal Kraken. Very scary. I, I will say, though, it is not not that you would know, but it is technically a juvenile Kraken. Oh shit! <laughs> so it is, it is. It is not a full fledged, you know, because I think Kraken. Yeah, I think Krakens are like <laughs> DC like sixteen, DC much much yeah. higher DC. CR twenty three. Oh fuck! So, and that being said, we're like a final boss. <laughs> yeah. And, and that being said, I do give you guys uh, a, a juvenile kraken is a higher DC. It's like a challenge rating, like fourteen. But mm-hmm. you guys are high damage. There's more than one of you, as in like normally the CR is set up for a group of four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's there's five of you, and you're a high damage, and you have a lot of magical items that help. Um, well. But we'd have more if we hadn't left a bunch of our yeah. armor and weapons yeah. on the boat. That's true. I know, I loved it. I loved it. I was like, oh yeah, take your armor off. Leave it <laughs> on the boat. Leave it on the boat. Leave your weapons too. <laughs> um, so, but that being said, it was a bit of a restrained battle. Like, obviously, like, you couldn't, the, the juvenile Kraken wasn't at its full fighting force because it was stuck behind that portal. Mm-hmm. So just, I just want to let you guys know, I'm not, I'm not throwing you to the wolves. I'm not like, good luck with this level 14. Yeah, you're probably going to die. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, you got to give you a little bit of trust there. Oh yeah, we do. That's the first thing I said. Like, you don't have to tell us. We trust you. I know, yep. but I want to talk about it. That's <laughs> fair. You've been plotting. I, I will say that while. I've used like, all of my resources virtually. There's just emergency button resources now. I've still got a few things. I'm not like, I, I have a few things. Just whole buddy. Uh, it's going to be tough if we get anything crazy. For me, I yep. can still do cantrips and stuff. It's just that freedom of movement, casting it, twinned, it just drains a lot of me. Mm. But it's necessary for what we're doing. Like, we've got to have it. I'm very scared if the thing that is currently talking to Lavender is the thing that I think it is. I'm almost positive it's the thing. I'm almost, yeah. 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 The description, it was just, it points in that direction. (laughs) There is a reason why I was so careful in game as a unfamiliar person to this water business and world with Geth being like, don't split up. Make sure you're close to each other. <laughs> hey guys, I'm going to have to head off. All right, y'all. All right. Good game. Um, before it's you fun, run, everybody. Monday's good. Monday's good. Yes. Good for awesome. Monday. 
Yep. Looking forward to it. Uh, does any, has anyone heard anything from Wes lately? Nope. No. no, but I I know he kind of comes on and off when he can. Yeah. Just All for right. the Monday thing. Talk yeah. to you guys later. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, we can shut down Bye. Craig here. Gosh, Ryan, you guys up for some, some Magicka or Fall Guys or anything sometime this weekend? Uh, probably. What time are you thinking? I don't know. I'm pretty casual. I think I've got uh, evening game plans for tonight, but anytime okay. tomorrow? Uh, potentially could. I'll have to get back to you. It depends on... I just gotta get a little bit of prep done for 